Keep It Basement with the Sweens. Tonight we got a special Keep It Basement with the Sweens show talking about all the caller daddy tea as they say it. Alexander Cooper didn't even know what a freaking podcast was. Well, this is a podcast. Just kidding. Love everyone. But uh, about this episode, top Call Her Daddy fans called the show to discuss the recent Call Her Daddy podcast situation with Alexander Cooper and Sophia Franklin. Basically, the point of this episode is that I wanted to see what the diehard fans thought about this situation. I had questions, and who better to ask than hot Call Her Daddy fans? Ah, man, I fucked up. I should do this one on video. This is all audio calls, but video would have been so much better because these girls are actually pretty cute. I just want to say, Portnoy... I'm doing Caller Daddy and Barstool Sports a favor and a service by providing this valuable real-life content from everyday fans. These people make the show. Without the listeners, there is no show. Okay? Uh, The value in this episode is giving the fans a voice and also to keep you updated with the latest news about the whole podcast debacle. As well as providing value for the male audience because these girls also are given dating advice like how to get laid, what's a small penis, uh, good sexual positions, uh, what they look for in a man. And also for creators because we talk about what makes a popular podcast or how, do you, or how you could get exposure uh, with your content and why Barstool, Barstool Sports is a huge media platform and it helps the success of other shows. And basically, you're going to be like, why the fuck's this guy doing a podcast about Call Our Daddy? Well, one, I do some bro talk and in my uh, podcast and my content on YouTube. You could check it out, Keep It Basement YouTube. I interview porn stars, and they do really well, and other things like that, uh, you know, sex stuff, sex talk. So when they, when they talk about a topic, I'm like, okay, these girls are, like, so basic in certain topics they talk about, and, like, they got to explain a little bit. Or sometimes I disagree, so I talk about that sometimes in my podcast. As well, as I'm, I'm actually more... Uh, interested in like questions I was asking these girls you could check it out in this episode and also like how the fuck they made it like did people like Barstool did people like them before Barstool and it just I just want to know more about the content and the exposure and how a podcast really blows up like theirs did um salute to them and what they do but yeah pretty much you know we cover just about everything I ask about you know do the fans feel fooled? Are the Caller Daddy girls uh, scammers in a way because they're playing a part and they have this fake image and they made so much money in a quick amount of time? Uh, who's right? Who's wrong? And so much more. Check this out. Uh, you don't want to miss it. And special guests include one of the girls who actually, her TikTok went viral on Barstool uh, on Dave Portnoy's page. And I don't, I'm not sure about the Caller Daddy page, but on Portnoy's page, I think. And she gives some advice and she talks about the current news. And these are real fans. So all these fans you know, our listeners to the podcast and they know more than I and they're kind of like, you know, educating me on what's going on and everything like that. And I think it's good. I think guys could listen to this and get something out of it about, you know, women, women advice and also the latest tea and call our daddy. And I think the girls will like this episode too. And then anyone who's a creator and see like how these fans really uh, like, you know, the call our daddy show. Some don't love the, the people doing the show. They think they could do it themselves. And I don't think they're wrong in a way. It's just a great premise. It's on a great platform because uh, Barstool's huge. And it's like these girls, not to be a hater or anything, weren't very successful or huge beforehand. And I, I just saw a video and Alexandra pretty much claims that. She said she was unemployed before Barstool Sports and Portnoy slid in her DMs, probably trying to creep her. Let's be real here because she's hot. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, fuck it. But yeah, so we got a couple callers. Uh, caller one is Allie with the booty. 
And then caller two is Gianna, the online dating match, and she's also anonymous. Um, and then three is Chain Lang, possible future Barstool employee who went viral in a TikTok video. And then the last caller is the Latina Hive, Kat the Rican, talking sex stories and more. So here it is. Check this episode out. Keep it basement with the Sweens. At keep it basement with the Sweens. At the Sweens. Holler at me, baby. What it do, baby? Okay. Thank you. Keep it basement, boy. Keep it basement, baby. What it do, baby? What it do? What? Yes, that's What do you want? Uh, just testing the audio. What are you doing? Oh, my God. I was literally in the middle of doing a fucking Instagram story of me talking about shit, and you called the second I pressed play. About what shit? I was going to talk about Barstool and Rogan and shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, you uh, you should tune in. I might be live. I might be not. Uh, I may or may not be talking to several random females I DM'd about Caller Daddy, <laughs> and we might be live right now on the podcast, and you were my Caller 1 to see if this was working. Terrific. You should fucking do video. Uh, what do you think about the situation? What are you talking about? Is this going to be a, clip, a fucking portion of a podcast, or am I just talking to you on the phone? No, this is real deal. You're live, bud. About what? Uh, call her daddy. Well, you get greedy, you get famous, you want more money. They each make fucking half a mil. I'd be fucking jumping through a roof in excitement, but when you're fucking huge and you get influenced by a guy who looks like a date rapist... You fucking try to ask douchebag Portnoy for more money. Looks like Count Dracula. And, yeah, and he says, you know what? I already gave you a fucking amazing deal, and and then I'll give you this new deal, but you're not getting the IP. And the dumb bitch still said no because her weirdo boyfriend's probably persuading her. And even the blonde bitch who, pro- who probably does everything and is probably semi-talented, if either of them are, is the one who said, what are you, a fucking idiot? We got to take this deal. And that's what happens. You get greedy. So uh, the one bitch is going to go off with the HBO dipshit. They'll end up getting married, get divorced, and then the blonde one will get a podcast with Barstool by herself and become even bigger. He had, he said bitches like seven times. So unnecessary for the females listening. I love you. But uh, what do you think I should be asking these girls? I think I got some interesting things to ask them. Pretty much like I want to see what the diehards think. Like. The, have they been fooled by these girls because they acted broke the whole time and they're loaded? Or is it matter of fact, the, f- the matter of fact is that they were broke at first and then blew up so fucking quick that they actually had to leave that lifestyle but still act like they're a part of it? As you're crumpling papers and I'm giving away great gems here. Uh, well, even if you're loaded in New York City, you can still go broke pretty quickly. But they were the broke from the get-go, but then so got... Much. My point was they were broke from day one, right? They were like nobodies or maybe they were but they had some money and they did it like famous people and were sugar mama daddy whatever yeah so then though they got rich so quick they couldn't leave their image you know what i mean where they they were playing people are saying that they were playing a part right and it's Mm -hmm. like you could go about it the one guy from barstool didn't like say it but he did say it he was like me and president uh a stool whatever we're authentic we just be who we are but there's some people who are personalities and are more introverted outside of life and do you think that they what, they were in the game so deep that they became that where they're like kind of a character of their self? No, completely them all time, except for now during the negotiations. But they, you got what I'm saying. When you talk yeah. about broke, dating rich men, and not having any money, and then you they find out, the fans find out they made half a million a year. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're like well, duped a little bit. I mean, people like me and you who are semi in the game definitely had an idea that they make good money because the podcast is so popular 
Yeah, and then I told you about. If you're gonna have people listening or talking to people who are like don't really know how podcast like big podcasting works, like look at the fucking deal Rogan just signed after he spent the last eight years saying how he would never go to a network. So he's kind of a sellout in my opinion, but I still like him. So if you're if you're car if you've been a car daddy fan for the last two years or however long they've been doing it, a year, keep in mind they've only been doing it for like a year and a half, I think. I think they started like the end twenty eighteen. Yeah, they started with like seventy k, like the and it just took off. Yeah, you started seventy k, which is still a decent living. Because Barstool could just take a whiff. They were already a huge network. They didn't care. And that's and that's in their ashtray for them. Mm. But if you're a Call Her Daddy fan for the last year and a half and you have and you thought that they were like straight up broke in terms of didn't get a lot of money from the deal, keep in mind they had – he said – Portnoy said they had – um they get uh, bonuses for downloads, and they obviously get insane downloads. So they were probably easily making – you know, he said at the end, or whoever leaked it at the end of the thing, they were right as of now before this all went down. They were making about four or five hundred k each, even if it's pre-tax. Without you're making, you're making a six-figure career without you know, without merch, I think, and without all that stuff and that liquor. Exactly, without merch, and then add in merch, which is probably through the room. And that I guess they're starting a fucking like lick. Uh, I don't know about like a beer, but like a liquor, I think, and like that was like an incentive yeah. too, and that's a ton of money apparently, like a shit ton. Dude, yeah. they lose money not podcasting. It's like everyone else loses. Money podcasting, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they they don't do an episode, and they lose a hundred k in advertisements, a hundred k in advertisements. Basically, they're sitting pretty. You're sitting pretty until you're on Barstool, the biggest network in the game, and all you got to do is write out this three year contract. And they would have done that if this. Like I don't even want to talk about this. I don't care. It's just hilarious how how people work. Once you get an ego, and once you start making money, you completely change. Like it would happen to us if we got huge. Like it probably would. But nothing would happen you if sign this contract. guy didn't come into play. Yeah, look at NWA. And, yeah, exactly. All they had to do was write out this contract. It's a three-year contract that they signed in 2018, so it's probably another year and they can get out. The only problem is they signed the IP over to Barstool, which is their whole reason for uh, going to try to sue Portnoy or whatever they're going to try to do. They just want the name Call Her Daddy. That's, that's what that one network tried to do with us, and I, I saw that shit, and I was like, fuck that. Are they crazy? Because, like, you know, we're not huge, but, like, this network wanted our IP and all our in, in stuff, and that we would, they would take all our stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but fuck they could go that. Start, they could literally dip out of Barstool and be like, all right, Rao, keep the name and go change it to a different name and be just as big as the next day. I know, but you don't want that if your brand, like, say if it's Key Basement, it's like a part of me. And I, like, I didn't come, like, they came up with the Call Her Daddy, whatever moniker, and they had, could do, like, the fathers instead. But, yeah. like, like for, like, someone like that or, like, someone, like, you know, you something you love like that, you don't want the name to, you know what I mean? You're part of that brand. Fuck that. Like, start start over and make a new name. But what's funny it's, it's is... It's for branding. I just think, I think most people are going to, like, I look, I don't know if we're live on the air right now or on it's audio. It's live, or, but, you idiot. Okay. I, do, we obvi- I have no interest in Car Daddy. They're obviously a huge podcast. I don't like listening to it. I have listened to it for content and to see what they're about. And you're coming from, and you're also not talking to someone who's a huge barstool nut. I hate barstool with a passion. I hate Portnoy, and I'm going to take it for what it is. I'm pretty. I I feel fullheartedly every single thing that Portnoy did on the on the um, the Instagram videos talking about it in the past couple weeks is truth. So if yeah. if we're going off what Portnoy said, which is what I'm going off of, I, I assume that to be complete truth. I believe him over the girls, and from what he says. It was literally a gold deal for them, that new deal he gave them like a week or two ago or whatever. And Alex would have took it right there on the spot, and the other girl didn't want to because her boyfriend is persuading her to do other stuff. And that's it. And I think the Call Her Daddy fans, the diehard girls, whatever, are going to agree. I mean, like, how could you not? And it's going to be like, okay, Alex is a smart one, the other one's a dumb one. And that's what it is. It's just 
it's it's going to be interesting to see how it's played out. Like if they try to give a, a lawsuit to to Barstool, but it's like they can't. Like Portnoy said it. What are they going to sue me for? They signed away the IP in the in the deal. The deal's three years. You didn't finish the contract yet. You have to honor the contract. You have to honor a contract like playing sports unless you get traded. And once the contract's over, you can leave. Like what do you want from me? On the final note of that, like what I want to ask these people, like what do you think I should ask these girls who are uh, who I'm calling, who are fans, and also some guys. Fine. Now the funniest thing about this is everything they stand for, everything they talk about and promote, they went against. They sold out pretty much. They had problems over a guy, which they talk about like don't do. All they talk about is all they talk about is taking loads to face, basically. No, they sold out with the money thing though, like how they were gonna leave and they wanted a certain amount of money, like you know what I mean, and then also, and pl- and playing a part in a way, but they had problems over a guy, which is the funniest thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how girls' mind works with guys. I know it's definitely very insane up there. It's probably like a science experiment when you when you're falling for a new guy. But if you're gonna let a guy affect your success on a network like Barstool, or just in general having a career, even though they just talk about sex for an hour every week, it seems like the easiest career in the world, still make a bank off it, then stuff like this is gonna happen. They don't hate. And I'm sure her, and I'm sure they're fighting right now. And maybe the blonde, the Alex girl, like hates her right now. Yeah. Because they were going to get a great deal regardless. And and I don't know these girls that you're having call in. I have zero clue who they are. And I don't know how you found them or who, if you talk to them. But if they're like these diehard call her daddy fans who like are like eager for every episode on like Tuesdays or Mondays when, when the episodes come out, they're probably going to side with the with, with Alex because she's the one who would have went with the Portnoy deal. And if they're going to believe what Portnoy said as truth, you have to you have to agree with the Alex girl and just think that the – uh, the other girl is just head over heels for this HBO guy, and it's and it's fucking. And he was taking he was taking whoever came first and like told about it like pretty much. Uh, yeah, he said he'd, he'd do the same thing for the other. Alex guy. Alex pulled a Takashi six nine though. She kind of snitched on it, <laughs> and she snitched on herself, and she she snitched on uh, Sophia, you know. Right. And she said, "Hey, it's over a guy, blah blah blah, this and that. They're moving this. They're never gonna work a deal. I just want to let you know." And then like you know what I mean, kind of went for herself. I guess I could see yeah. her side, but she at the same time she broke uh, bro code in a way. No. Well, the, uh, um, but then originally Sophia broke bro yeah, code too. Code. Sophia broke bro code as well because like bros before hoes, you know. I guess hoes yeah, before I mean, bros. It's whatever them. Portnoy said. At the end of the day, you're going to look out for numero uno. It's like if it happened to whoever, you know, there might be a rift. But I mean, it's just that even after her, she got in with the suit guy and started doing a bunch of stuff. Whatever Portnoy was saying on those IG videos, he took the he. They came over during the pandemic. It's like the last two weeks. And offer them a brand new deal on the rooftop, which was like amazing. And she's like, "We have to take this. This is this is great." And they and she still said no. So it's basically just him saying, "No, we can get better. You can you can get somewhere else. You can sign this Wonder. What's the other brand? Wondery or whatever, for more money. This, that, and the third. Yeah. And I don't know who that is. I'm, I think they have a much better following from Barstool. I don't know who Wondery or whatever it's called is, but I mean, that's what happened. It's really like I, I don't know how it played out like that. And they basically just stopped doing the podcast. And that, this is how it came about. And I think that the perfect but it's all because of a guy, I guess. They're the perfect entity for Barstool. They fit well, even though like people were saying yeah, that well, I, exactly. People were saying like they get sued and stuff, and there was talks about like like in some of their I don't listen, but some of their episodes they talk about how like one of their friends met Leo DiCaprio and he took her back in his house. They did drugs together and fucked by their pool, and like people mm-hmm. were saying, people were also saying that the caller daddy girls talk about like athletes and stuff and like people who like there was one where Julie Edelman was double teaming someone they knew and. They were like, it's bad for Barstool because Barstool's affiliated with that, so they're going to get sued over time. Right. So some diehard Barstoolies who are dudes were saying, "Call our daddy's not a good look for Barstool." This was, you know, when it was first coming out, and still to this day, people say that. And oh. I don't know. I mean, I could see that. I didn't even know about that, but judging from what 
important. I think about that as a sports guy. He says, he says, this has no effect on me. Like they could stay, they could leave. I don't care. So I guess if the, if maybe big cat or somebody else who's like up in the ranks there is telling him like, no, let them go. Like they could screw us in the future. But I mean, he he seems to not care because he's worth you know a bunch of he's worth a bunch of money. Like Barstool's a giant entity. Even if they Barstool probably gets sued every week. Like yeah. they're just small suits you don't even hear to. about. Also, yeah. though, you could piss an athlete off, and they might not have worked with you. But I guess they'll probably be like, "Listen, we're not where they're signed to us, you know, but we don't yeah. have anything to do with them." Right. You know. Yeah, I mean, what does Julian Edelman be... care though, or Leo DiCaprio? They're so rich enough. What do they give a fuck? Yeah, I mean, it sucks talking about for me because, like, I don't like their podcast and I don't like Barstool. But, I mean, it's just it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. It'll be interesting. You, you want me to put you on the line when I call these people or no? No, I don't care. What? I don't care. Should I call this girl? I don't even know who this girl – I don't even know who you're talking about. Is it someone we know mutually? Is no. Is it, like, just a random girl from online? Right, randoms. Like, but how do you find randoms and say, hey, are you recording my audio and hundreds of people are going to hear you? Friends. Calling my podcast. Yeah, they're just Barstool guys. No, I don't need to do it. Just do. I just went on my rant, and then you can see their their side. Maybe it'll be different than mine. I don't really see how it could be though. Word. All right. All right. I'll see you. I'll call you back. Hello. What up? Yeah, you ready for this? I was just on the phone with my co-host, and he was blabbing about it, telling his opinion. So I put his stuff in there too. But he was actually just a tester to see if this worked on my line. All right, I'm ready. Give me whatever you got. All right. So, what do you want to be called? Um, you can call me whatever you want. I really don't care. Barstool fan. I mean, uh, call her daddy fan, Allie, Alexis Texas Jr. What What do you want to go by here? I mean, any of the above is totally fine. All right, cool. Should I just say Allie? Or... Yeah, Allie's fine. Allie, the call her daddy fan? Yeah. Okay, we got Allie on the line here, bar, uh, Barstool. We'll call her daddy fan. I just want to know if you would give a quick summary of the situation that unfolded and what you think about it personally. Okay, so Caller Daddy co-hosts Alex and Sophia, they took a leave of absence from their podcast and um, sparked a lot of confusion with the Caller Daddy fam or Caller Daddy gang. And um, basically, um, Dave from Barstool came out and kind of exposed the whole situation. And he described what had happened was long, long story short that Alex and Sophia had come to him saying that they wanted to like make, make a deal, basically negotiate their situation, uh, make more money. And it kind of like, if you listen to the whole thing that he posted, like it really makes zero sense in any sense, like zero sense for them to do any of the things that they did. Um, Sophia basically was listening to Suit Man, and Suit Man is uh, the guy that she's been seeing who works for HBO. He's an HBO uh, executive who was basically giving her, like, bullshit advice saying that she should be getting more money, yada, yada, yada. So long story short, Sophia went behind Alex's back trying to get more money, uh barstool came back with a different negotiation to give them like a really really good deal they could take their ip elsewhere if they wanted to Mm -hmm. um and they went again or sophia went against it because she wasn't about it and in turn that turned sophia and alex into hating each other and sophia choosing a guy over her best friend 
It's so interesting. And what, what's your take on it, like, personally? I think Sophia's a bitch. Um, I think she made a really, really bad move. Like, these girls, they make a podcast about how men aren't shit. And yeah, it's funny. And you should always have, like, your girls back, whatever. But and then she literally goes and does the exact opposite. And, like, he's not even good-looking. The guy's, like, a complete dweeb. Maybe he has and... a big schlong and he has money. Okay, yeah, but, like, he's ugly. Like, yeah, how much? I mean, she could have made a lot more money. But she decided to, like, let's take advice from a guy that literally looks like um, Lord Farquaad. So. <laughs> Count Dracula. I was just <clears throat> telling my co-host, the funniest thing is, Everything they stood for, well, mainly Sophia, I would say, I guess, is like everything they went against. It's like they sold out in a way with the money. They had problems over a guy, and they kind of played a part. And I wanted to see like the diehard fans. You said you were eight point three out of ten, correct, of a fan? Yes, and actually, last night I did some digging into. Um, Alex has this Snapchat story of mm-hmm. called Apartment Wars, and. Weeks ago, they were having problems where Suitman clogged their apartment sink. And Alex literally talks about, like, Sophia, this could end everything. This could even break up the podcast. This is disgusting. Um, yeah, are you going to choose your boyfriend over me? They lived together, and correct? Or did? They did. Now Alex moved out. Gotcha. Yeah. That's weird. Do you think... Um, that, you know, I want to see what the diehards think. Like, do you, were you fooled by their, per, their image? Because they had this image where like, you know, get sugar mommies or daddies or whatever the hell it is. And you know, they have no money. And then you find out that they make half a million a year. Or is that just off the success of the podcast? Like, did they still play that part? Like they were broke because a lot of people were said they were fooled by their image of being a broke girl because it's relatable. Like, you know, just getting out of college, being broke in debt and, you know, talking about, like, getting rich guys and doing things like that and all that sexual fun stuff. Did you feel in a way duped, or is that just part of the game when you realize they make a ton of money? Are you happy for the success, or was it like, holy shit, like, they're portraying this lifestyle that they don't even live anymore? Like, in the beginning, they weren't making a ton of money, like, once you first start off doing anything, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I was all about it, but then I kind of, like, it's them like that's who they are like if you're duped by that then you shouldn't be like you're not a fan you're not actually listening to what they're saying they're saying like fuck everyone make your money do your own fucking thing that's exactly what they were doing um do i think that they're good people in the way that they went about it no i'm still like a total alex fan i think that she's been pretty like fucking real the whole time sophia i think that she's just like a conniving whatever who chose a guy over her best friend so yeah i always thought like sophia franklin she kind of seemed like talentless like not to be mean but like i thought alexander was the brains behind the operation and like edit and did i found out she does editing and the video and all that and i think like the soup boyfriend of sophia is the demise and it's funny like you said like a woman's sex positive empowerment podcast the downfall was a greedy corporate suit guy it's like so funny that that happened it happens to the best of us i guess but i mean Still, Sophia sucks. Alex is cool. That's my take. And what you did? You learn any other stuff about it? Like any other interesting info? Um, just that they're like both dirty skanks. But I mean, I really? Guess info? Yeah. What do you mean? They're like Alex became famous. Like this whole podcast started because she was dating Noah uh, Syndergaard. 
yeah. So, and then... So, por- if you're telling me that he wasn't after money the entire time, and, like, I mean, they literally just talk about money and how they're whores and how they used to have chlamydia, and that's it. Why like, is that intriguing? Is it because you were a fan of Barstool and found them? Because think about it. If Say if you knew somebody who wasn't big on Instagram with, like, a thousand followers doing a podcast about this, would you be turned on from it or turned off? Like, I think the following helps, the attractiveness helps, and the content helps. And also Barstool, because they made them in a way, because if they weren't on Barstool, they wouldn't get that many listens and looks, and then everyone became infatuated with it. But what do you think uh, creates that uh, situation? I guess it's a mix of both. I mean, like, if it weren't for Barstool, they wouldn't have gotten the exposure that they needed. But, like... Is it exposure over talent? Before Call Her Daddy, but, Mm -hmm. like, when Call Her Daddy came on, I was instantly like, oh my God, these girls are talking about all the shit that I want to fucking talk about. Like I have, Mm. even if I didn't agree on all the things that they were saying, it was still funny. Like them just literally like going on all these stupid adventures and being sluts. Like it's all the stuff that we want to talk about, but nobody actually does or has the balls to. So like, that's hilarious. You say that because there's a meme floating around that went viral that said, Give me $500,000 a year to talk about my personal life and I will shit on all my (laughs) ex-boyfriends. Exactly. I mean, I would do that for free at this point, but (laughs) if you can get get money for that, like, yes, go for it. Do you? Oh, yeah. I was also researching, too, and early on, apparently, there was a lot of people who were upset with Call Her Daddy, uh, like the Barstool people. For example, they would talk about, like, athletes who they slept with or who their friends slept with or, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, and they were saying, like, bad things. They were talking about how Leo DiCaprio slept with one of their friends, how uh, a football player double-teamed one of their friends, and a lot of the the male fans were, like, fucking, like, dude, Barstool's going to get in shit ton of trouble for this and no one's going to want to go there, and they were putting a bad light on people. Do you agree with that or do you think that's kind of funny how they expose shit like that? Honestly, I think it's hilarious. I mean, if you're listening to a podcast about two girls talking about sex and fucking guys over and you're going to get upset over, like, literally what you're listening to the podcast for, that's on you. Mm. And I also thought it was hilarious when they exposed um, one of the guys from Practical Jokers about how he likes to watch his significant other, like, fuck other dudes. It was pretty Oh, he's a, cu- he's a cuck? Oh, yeah. Which guy is that from Impractical Jokers? They wouldn't expose exactly who it was, but I mean, like... It seems like it would be Murr. You got a 25% chance that whatever you're thinking is right. I think your Impractical Jokers, like, Sal and all them? Yeah. I would... They said that. I, I I would have to believe, like, they would be Sal because he's the most famous one, in my opinion, but I, then you never know. It could be, like, Brian Quinn or whatever his name is, or Murr. But I feel like that they're... They don't know pop culture so well enough not to hate on them that they would they would only think it's the biggest one, right? Wouldn't you agree? I don't know. Like I, like I'm a fan of Impractical Jokers too. Yeah, me so, too. Like, I don't want I don't want to say any like talking shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like I can totally see like one like Joe sitting in the corner like whacking off watching his wife try and like fuck the pizza man. Jesus Christmas! How did they even find that information? That's so weird. But uh. And it's, it's interesting because Dave founded Alex through Noah Syndergaard in a way because she was dating Noah Syndergaard, right? So she got exposure and then she must have been like creative and put clips out of stuff. And she was doing content before Barstool. Is that true or false? No, that is true. I mean... What was she doing? She, Did you Were you a fan of her before Barstool or pretty much you're saying Barstool amplifies? Like say if you created a podcast 
and not knocking you at all because like I create a podcast and I don't have a ton of exposure, but I get exposure through porn interviews. So say if you created a podcast and you had like no views or whatever, but then you went to Barstool and you blew up, is that exactly what happened to her or did she have some traction beforehand? Because I looked her up, it looks like she had good views, but you can't tell now because she's on Barstool. You get what I'm saying? Um, I'm pretty sure I honestly was not a fan. Like I didn't know her before Barstool at all. But from what I heard, she had a pretty decent following, and that's what made Dave want to sign her onto Barstool. And she took her following from there, and then Barstool just blew her the fuck up. That's wild. Would you? I I don't know if you answered it fully, but would you listen to a podcast that's not huge, but like talks about that stuff, or is it all about the exposure for you? And like, is it more? Is it better when there's a community around them? Because like, there's a lot of talented people who who aren't huge in podcasting but they don't have that community and that exposure and that fan base. Is that like a turn on in a way? Cause I have a friend who was like, I listen to Barstool cause I, I care what they, what, what they uh, talk about because they got exposure. Like I don't want to listen to somebody who's normal like me. And I thought that was weird. Like people don't want to listen to someone who's not like this, like who's not like not famous. And they like, people are like addicted to celebrity. And I, I thought that was confusing. No, I think that that's stupid. I mean, like if somebody's talking about something that you're interested in or something that you find like intriguing or funny, like, you should want to relate to that person on like yeah. just like a personal level rather than like somebody who's a celebrity. Like it's not the same. You want to feel like you're the equivalent to that person. Like it makes you relate that much more, I guess. It just, I guess it's just getting your stuff out there. And what, why do you think the uh, caller daddy podcast is so successful or was so successful? We don't know the future of it now. Um, because they're pretty skanks that talk about um, skanky things and like who doesn't like pretty skanks talking about skanky things why do girls like it so much why do they have such a a draw to women I mean I get the men thing they listen for advice but even like girls who they love that shit I guess they want to be them in a way but they don't want to like publicly be that no I think like every girl is like somewhat like wants to not doesn't want to be a slut but like wants to be able to like talk about these things like who else like if you don't want to talk to your friends about it like if you're like private or whatever, I can't relate because I talk about everything. But um, mm-hmm. if you are private about your life and like you have all these questions and like you want advice, like whether it be about a situation with a guy, whether it be like your actual relationship or your sex life or whatever, these girls make it relatable and like you were able to like go and write questions into the podcast and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that they made it an easy platform for people to like relate to. And do you agree like where the, would you be mad if you were the president? Like the guy Dave said, like he made Barstool in a way because it was his platform and they blew up on it and now they want to leave and like take everything with him. Would you be offended? Yeah, They were, were, well, they, the thing is like, it's not even about just leaving. Like they were literally trying to fuck him over. Yeah, they were snaking. They were snaking 110%. And that's why I said that they're dirty skanks. Like, they were just trying to make their money and say, fuck you, Dave. Thanks for fucking making us famous. Now go fuck yourself. Like, no, that's that's not the way that you go yeah. about business. Everything about that whole situation was just, like, completely unprofessional. Like, yeah. Why would they want to leave Barstool? Like, I kind of get it, but, like, to build the brand themselves and make more money. But at the same time, I feel like their audience translates so well to Barstool compared to, like, some other dumb podcast network that has, like, actors on there. Like, obviously, I know they're famous, but they're not, like, actors or, like, musicians. They're literally, like you said, hot girls who are talented at, like, connecting with other people and are podcasters. You know what I'm okay. saying? But the thing is, they're, uh, they saw their worth 
they think that they're worth a lot more than they actually are. You got to be like that way sometimes, right, though? Confidence. Realistically, me and my best friend could go out today, go and start a podcast doing the same fucking thing, go on something, a similar platform to bar school, talk about being sluts and skanks and all the, like, uh, illegal shit that we got into, the fucked up things we said to this person, whatever. We could we could like fucking make a podcast through that too. They saw they thought that they had something that other people wouldn't be able to create just mm. because they have a name now. And I think that the in the end that that's just like exactly what fucked them over. Mm-hmm. But now they're all gonna be rolling in the fucking dough because of this whole thing. So like, what if it's a what if it's a whole setup? What if it's what if it's all fake for a publicity? I was Stay thinking woke. about that, but honestly, like, would you let yourself like? be dragged through the dirt like that like Sophia like she is like completely fucked like everybody hates her yeah and also Dave wouldn't go through that he's already rich enough and doesn't give a fuck enough he even said he doesn't give a fuck enough of the podcast but he doesn't like the guy the uh, suit guy yeah nobody does you know he looks like oh oh my god what was his name Squidward Squilliam do you think Sophia is attractive I always thought I was more a fan of Alexander Cooper I think Alexandra is hot I think Sophia's hot, but like she has nudes out, Alexander. Alexandra. Does she? Yeah, they leaked or whatever. My friend told me I saw them. They're not too bad, but apparently there's a rumor that she put them out on purpose for clout. I can't tell. I don't listen enough. They're really annoying. I'm sorry, not to be mean, like their voices, but do they do things for clout purposes, or at this point they know they're so loaded anyway and so viral that they'll just talk whatever. They don't care. They apparently honestly like they're already talking about like the STDs that they had and stuff. So it's like it's if wild. you're hot, why not show like a picture of your ass or boobs? Like yeah. it's nothing at that point. Everybody already knows that you had a dirty vagina. And then there was another rumor that the show is scripted and they just read shit off. But like I have a show and I read stuff off when I'm interviewing people. If I forget information, you know, I don't want to cut anyone <laughs> off. Have to have stuff written down, like have a little guide. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. They were saying there was cue points though when they're like, so what do you think about this, Sophie or whatever, and they switch topics. They were saying like a lot of it is they're actually like just scripted and it's like more of a story. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Well, then you know what? Then these broads deserved everything that they got going for them right now. Yeah, I don't know. But I appreciate your insight information. And I guess one last question would be like, what do you think it takes for you as a female listener to get someone like how do you up and coming podcasters, up and coming comedians, entertainers, how do they get more exposure and fans? Because there's a lot of people who listen to this and are wondering this information. I guess making things more relatable to, like, a bigger bigger group of people, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that you, the Call Our Daddy girls, uh, like, they were, like, you know, acting more than they were worth, though. But in a way, do you have to play the part when you're not big, like, so people will listen? Like, what is your tips on this situation for getting podcasts, getting people to listen to your podcast and wherever you, or entertainment show or comedy? I mean, I guess it all depends on what the podcast is, like, mm-hmm. if. But if you're not able to, like, be relatable and be yourself and, like, you have to try and be something you're not on a podcast, then, like, like what's the point? Yeah, like, it's what are Why are you being fake? That's what I was like. I don't even know if I should talk about this subject, but it's so interesting. And I want to get, uh, like, the point of view of different people who listen to it in a way because I find that interesting. But I don't want to be, like, a clout chaser putting, like you know, call our daddy clips on the internet for views, but in a way it could draw attention. But at the same time, I think it's interesting to learn the story and like what people could do to be more, uh, you know, get more exposure and be more popular as well. Exactly. Like how much can you actually talk about a flashlight? <laughs> Damn shots fired. I wish I had my, uh, gunshots thing. Jesus. 
that was that was like really good. You set yourself up for that one. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm good with alley oops and assists. I set myself up for a lot of jokes and embarrassment. But thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. In the future, uh, maybe 2022, 2023, you come to the live studio and shake the booty for us live on air. No, I'm kidding, but like, or just talk about sex topics. You're pretty good. No, I would love to. I'll 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 shake some ass and I'll talk about tits and ass and nice. what you want. All right. You give massages to it, like wax. You, I know you're like you like uh, matches. I wax vaginas. Really? Yeah. Go and check out my new Instagram post. I just posted it. How how is that? How is like is that kind of does that that's kind of weird. I meant like the candle wax because I, I aren't you get freaky like that where you like um you know light the like candle. Pain and stuff? No, yeah, like yeah. light the candle and put like the uh, wax on the guy's ass or like a girl's ass, etc. Yeah, I mean that's like fun. <laughs> Whatever you want to do to make things interesting, you know? Damn, butt play's in these days. Women like butt play. Of course. Who doesn't? Oh, you don't I, like butt play? I mean, it's all right, I guess. What are tips to turn women on or also things that are good for guys to do to get women? You just gave me, like, the most broad question ever. Um, I don't know. Be funny. Um, so so basic. Wait, would you say have money? Yeah. Be funny and have money. That's funny. Yeah, because, I mean... I mean, girls like things and they like to laugh. So, I mean, that's pretty good. And, like, don't have, like, weak dick, you know? How does one not have weak dick? Especially in a quarantine. It's tough out here. I mean, if people are still using quarantine as an excuse, like, they just don't want to fuck you. What, no, I'm saying, though, like, you don't want to just start banging randoms in a quarantine and, like, risk getting coronavirus. Like, would you go out and hook up with a random in a quarantine? Maybe not a random, but, like... Oh, you would risk it all. For the, you no, would risk not risk at all. But like, I mean, this I'm is happy juicy. With, like my, <laughs> I'm happy with like my toys and stuff. You know, like it's not a, nece- a necessity. But like quarantine's almost over, and like if you don't have a hookup buddy at this point, then like, what are you doing? Damn. What What are the best toys you would, would you think like uh, for females? Uh, absolutely, a hundred and ten percent vibrator. Any vibrator, or is it just a specific, like, vibrator? Shout out to the vibrators. <laughs> like a clit stimulant. Clit stimulant? What the yeah. hell? Is that like a, it sounds like an Adderall, or like studying, instead it's a clit stimulant, it helps helps the clitoris reach its how, potential? How does, how does the fleshlight man himself not know about this? I know clit stimulants, but the way you say it's funny, because I'm thinking like a stimulus package, like you're about to get 1200 in the uh, in the bank account because of the coronavirus, but instead it's a clit stimulus package. <laughs> you're an idiot stimulant clit stimulant <laughs> wait wait didn't you say that sophia called you like an idiot or something they look at my stories i put some stuff up but i didn't mean it to be cloudy in a way because i really didn't know what had to happen was here's the original story for people listening shit we're going a long time but uh that's what she <laughs> said but um so what had happened was I didn't know anything about Caller Daddy, but I like followed them because I was interested in it and they're like following and I thought it was great what they're doing very quickly. And they had this thing about how like girls don't like nudes or whatever. And I said, this is bullshit. Or, no, guys don't jerk off to nudes or whatever they were saying. I said, this is bullshit. I, I, I do this or whatever. And I made like a funny comedy uh, comment. It got like hundreds of likes. I just burped. Sorry. It got like hundreds of likes like very quickly. And I went back and the whole post was deleted because I guess the way they said it and like talked about it was so dumb that they would be looked like as morons. So they deleted the post, whoever runs the caller daddy account. 
And like I had top comment like within like five minutes and they deleted the post quickly. So I was like, fuck this. So I went and just made a podcast about it and it was only like 12 minutes long and it got like thousands of views, like my most played episode on Spotify. So it wasn't really necessarily meant to be cloudy, but I was just trying to state my opinion in facts. And then I would like tag them in it and they like look at it. And so I was like, oh, Jesus, that was really it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I didn't agree with what they said, so I was just like, who are they to that's another thing, like I don't listen all the time, but who are they to be like the rule the rule creators of certain things and tell you what's right and what's wrong? Like everyone has a different opinion and also they don't have any male perspective, like well at the time they didn't. And I was like, What the fuck are they what do what do they know? Honestly, they don't know much except for how to ruin a perfectly fucking funny podcast Damn. with all this bullshit. And that's another thing too, it's like if I was to ask to be up there, they wouldn't let me because I'm not famous enough. And it's like, you have to have a big enough following for them to match with you or like to do something with you. And I don't think that's necessarily right because me or you could give great advice to somebody big, right. And be on a platform and gain exposure, but they don't want to help you out because like no one helped them out, I guess, or it's just weird like that. And I get it, but it's like, they don't give a fuck about Joe Schmo's opinion. So you have to be out here creating your own lane and getting big. And then, you know what I mean? Then get on their shit. So it's, it's a weird game to be in entertainment. I get that, yeah. You know? I mean, it's the same. I mean, if it weren't for them being pretty skanks, <laughs> they wouldn't be as successful as they are, regardless if Barstool helped them or not. Yeah. No, yeah, but I appreciate you calling in. And I like fan calls more than, like, because it's cool to listen to what you guys have to say. And, like, I saw you commenting on the stuff, and I knew you were, like, a diehard fan, so I reached out and asked, so I thought it was interesting. It looks like Team Alexander right now, huh? Alexandra, yeah. Alexandra, yeah. Totally. The merch they make, I, the merch is crazy. The money they make on that shit and like other stuff. And what do they have a liquor coming out? What is with that? What was with that thing? I didn't hear about that, but last night I did get an email about um, Barstool just came out with um, Free the Fathers um, new merch. So I don't, I don't really know what the end deal was, but somebody's about to make a fuck ton of money, whether it's the girls or Barstool, off of free the father's merch and which i think is absolutely fucking hilarious because they're just fucking making so much money from a shit show right now yeah i think the one dude was saying they didn't make as much as they thought on that merch and i can't believe they lose a hundred thousand dollars an episode when they don't do that's wild wait really yeah that's what he said like one of the things he was like they lose money when they don't do podcasting like they lose a hundred thousand dollars in advertisements barstool because they have so much like great ads and people pay and shit I really like didn't want to believe that like they were these two dumb broads but like shit they really are like two dumb broads are they though because they I guess it's almost like not to be mean but they're like the mouthpiece right so they're like the the voice but behind that is like whole business behind them but they have like agents now lawyers and they blew up big but it was almost like Portnoy was like all right these girls are going to be a hit they're hot they're slutty they talk about this stuff let them do what they do and I'll rake in the money and stuff and then I'll just like let them be them but it's almost like I feel like for any creative idea, I think like if I got two hot smoke shows to do a podcast, it would get more views than my own podcast and I'd just be like the manager and make bank. You know what I'm saying? It's like a weird time to live in now. I got that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Their whole thing was like, oh, we're like dumb valley girls who have like our own opinions and like we're going to talk about cocks. <laughs> and they thought that that was just like enough for them but then lo and behold they actually are that fucking dumb and now they're losing a shit ton of money does it ever get old the content they talk about and do you think they just copy what's trending and stuff like only fans was big right so then they started talking about only fans during this quarantine right or before the quarantine 
Yeah, but I mean, like, does sex ever get boring? Like, talking about... Depends if you got a weak dick or a weak uh, booty. Well, that's the thing. They gave advice. They gave advice to girls struggling with their, like, mouth game and stuff. And Oh, the Glock Glock? I heard about that. Glock Glock 9000. Hell yeah. Do you do that? Fuck yeah. That's what that, I mean. I've might have to have fan. you over. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a fan. And then they talk about what to do. Like, if you can't do the Glock Glock because, like you have somebody who's performing a little bit on the smaller side. Oh, like what's the small, what's the, what's the size of a small penis? Can you give me the dynamics here and the average size and a big size? <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation probably 50 times now. Oh but, shit. Um, don't blow me up. <laughs> I have to. Um, I don't know. Like, okay. So the thing is, it's really, okay. It is about the motion in the ocean, but like <laughs> if you got like a, like, three-inch hard penis. Not like, good. It's not good. Nobody's feeling that, like, at all. Mm, not good. Like, so you don't want to feel like you're having something smaller than a tampon inside of you. Ooh, it's not good, yeah. Nah, it's not good at all. Gotcha. All right, anything else? Any words of wisdom? Um, I don't know. Any skanky, pretty skanks want to make some money? And talk about dicks. Now's your chance. Damn, skanks? Why are you saying skanks so freely? Uh, Would you make an OnlyFans? I have an OnlyFans. Really? No. That's funny. (laughs) You could send me the demos of what you're going to send, and I'll rate them and see if they will work for you if you want. I got you. You already have a bunch of them, though. A bunch of what? A bunch of the content. Oh, Jesus. We've got to edit that out. I don't know if I should leave that in there. You could you could send more content, uh, more creative content my way. Yeah, I got you. All right, anytime. No, yeah, I enjoyed listening to your uh, voice messages of you eating carrots too. That was nice in my ear. Thank you. You were cool. You're welcome. You were cool too. Thanks. Yeah, you got to come on like in 2021 when we're allowed to have people over. Why 2021? Because of the quarantine. Unless you want to come over uh, before then. Oh, are you social distancing? Yeah, I was. Oh, lame. I mean, if you do some booty shakes, though, maybe you could come closer. Closer. I gotcha. Dating life's kind of shot, though. You know, it's tough out here. It is. It's kind of lame, but you got to get creative in these times. How do you get creative? Zoom orgies, uh, clit stimulants, or um, booty pictures, or booty calls, anything like that? Yeah, all the above, actually. Really? You got a booty call? Yeah. Lucky. I'm playing it safe. Are you? That's so lame. How many options do you have? Um, do you want the honest answer? Or... Yes. I mean, we're in the quarantine. I'm pretty sure I could hit up any guy on my phone and be like, yo, what are you doing? And they'd be like, yes, I'm down to risk getting corona for some booty. That's interesting. I might deny you. I might deny you just for the pure fact of that to prove you wrong. And also maybe it may, you, would make you more attractive to me. Like, attract it to me. Right. Because getting denied is, like, the number one way to get a girl. Do you think so? Honestly, now that I've said it, like, have you ever heard the um, the saying, treat a girl like dirt and she'll stick to you like mud? Yeah. I think that's yeah. true. Do you? Um, yeah, for the most part. But now, I don't know. Women are getting... Um, little ahead of themselves yeah, sometimes. You know? That's the thing too. Like if I'm a dick They're to like, you. Like I'm or a someone... woman, I'm not gonna be talked to like that. 
a little backstory to the next caller. She is Gianna P. And I believe we matched on a dating application and never spoke after, but we followed each other on social media platforms. So I gave her a DM because she likes to call her daddy. She posts a lot about it and she was putting on her story. And I saw that she liked a lot of the stuff there. So I just asked her, hey, would you want to talk about it? And she said, sure, but just don't say my full name because I have a corporate job, a new nice job in corporate America. And I don't want to get in trouble for talking about certain things like this. So she's coming in as anonymous. Um... But yeah, she's cool, cute, um, never really spoke to her that much, but yeah, well, let's get into it, okay. Hello. Hello. Hey. How you doing? This is uh, Mike from the Instagram, <laughs> but I'll uh, intro, I'll just like start up in like two seconds. Thank you for taking the time okay. to do this. Yeah, no problem. Funny story, I think we actually match on a dating application and yes, then uh, we just never it. spoke after that. I was like, hey, follow me. You're cute. And you're like, okay, I'll follow you, but I'm really not here for much. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that sounds good. That's funny. Yeah, yes. that's real life. I remember. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I saw you were a Call Her Daddy fan, and I was like, oh, shit. She wonder her take. Very interesting. <laughs> so talk about the tweet you were talking about and tweeted. Uh, we've talked to some people, some guys and girls about this topic already. Don't want to, like, overkill it, but any information you have about it or anything you want to talk about, just talk about it, really, and I'll have some questions about it. Okay. Um, well, I guess you already know the gist of everything going on, but to me, it seems a little suspicious that Sophia is dating someone high up at HBO when she works for Barstool and their competitors, and now mm. all of a sudden he's involved um, and trying to get them a better deal with a different network. Yes. And it seems like he just wants to get money, and how she doesn't see that is beyond me. And they always talk about how a guy shouldn't come in between um, girls' friendships and things of that nature. However, that's the reason their show is literally not happening right now. That's what I thought was one of my questions. I thought it was so funny how they talk about, you know, like not we're, as a guy, it's bro code, but girl code for them. And they like Sophia really ruined all that and started up all this crap. And I, I, th- I yep. think it's interesting. It's like, did they get so big that they became a sellout in a way or do you not see it that way? I would say in some fashion, I think they maybe did. I think money changes people in most capacities, Mm. but um, I think I'm more on Alex's side. As many Um, are, yeah. Yeah, and like Sophia came out today and um, really honestly didn't say much. She said that um, like um, Dave Portnoy, like, was saying false information and things like that. She was like, there's so many like false claims out there, but she never really said what they were or gave any information about it, which to Dave's point, he was saying that he thinks that she's like gearing up for a lawsuit and probably can't state certain things out in the public. Yeah. You could talk more about that. We didn't get into that and that's new information and it just came out today. And he also keeps posting stuff on Instagram, like movie clips, making fun of the suit man. And oh, I'm, I'm like, damn, like, is he going to get sued for this? Cause he has HBO and stuff, but he didn't create that. It's definitely fans and it went viral on like Twitter, but like still like he kind of doesn't care because he has so much money and he's like trying, you know, it's like ego versus ego in a way, but he seems pretty real. And I I take his word what he said. What does he have to lose to lie about all that? You know, unless it's it's misinformation, because like if you told your girl, say you told like a girl sorority friend or like a friend, any friend uh, story, she might not get the full story right and then go back to somebody else and tell only 70 percent of the truth, you know? Right, right. Exactly. And I just think um I also believe what Dave is saying because 
I never, I never really saw him lie about things when things would come out. Like he kind of would make a joke about them and kind of say like, yes, I did that, but mm-hmm. I can't really like say I did for legal reasons or something like that. Like, do you remember when his, um, his, uh, what you call it? Uh, his sex tape was released. He has a sex tape. Yes. <laughs> That's wild. Wait, hold on one minute. Hold on one minute. I'm getting feedback. Hold on. Let me blah, replug you in. Wait, he has a, you hear me? Yeah, I saw like a brief 30 seconds of it. I don't know where I found it, but he basically claimed, he was like, I can't say that is me or it isn't, but that guy in there has great stamina. So like, I just think he doesn't have anything to your point. Like he doesn't have anything to lose in a sense where I don't think he's a liar. Mm -hmm. I think, I think he could be a dick sometimes yeah or or it could be misinformation you know and it's funny how he said they were both kind of snaky and shady but he went with alex because she came forth with the truth and said like she's gonna play hardball sophia etc etc do you think they're like thinking they're bigger than they are or they really big or is it a fact like they barstool made them like everyone's listening because they're on barstool like would you listen to random girls who weren't on barstool who weren't big you know what i mean it's like they amplified their careers honestly i didn't listen to them before Barstool. They were big beforehand, um, or no? How would how did that work out? I thought it was only Alexander. I think they were relatively big. Well, Alex dated a lot of athletes. Yeah. Um, Noah Syndergaard. Yeah. So. Any others? Do you know? Yeah. Um, Who else? She's stated that she's dated others or like came mm-hmm. across others, but I don't know their names. They're like they like give nicknames to all the guys they talk about on the show, um, to protect their privacy. But that's smart. Um, Dave. Dave knew. Um, Dave knew uh, Alex because of that. Yeah, because of Syndergaard. And then so he, he must have he solved He knew about them. the podcast and brought them onto Barstool. And oh, now, they were already doing it? Because it's like episode, they only have 50 episodes in and they made all this money, but they were already doing content before this? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. And I don't know if they were sponsored by anybody or how much money they were making prior, but obviously they made a killing on Barstool. Yeah. Came along. So how do you look at it? Like the funniest thing, like you said, is like, they stood for this like women empowerment, like, you know, hate on guys and stuff. And now it seems in a way that they sold out. Uh, they had a problem over a guy and like, I want to see what the diehard fans, you said you were like seven, seven or eight out of 10 of a fan. And I want to think like, what do you guys think? Have you been fooled by these girls? Is it a fake image? Uh, because they acted broke and have no money or. No, I think that shit happens. Mm -hmm. And like, as much as I think they were true friends, I just think sometimes people change. And unfortunately, most of the time, it does have to do with outside parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Sophia will realize that, but maybe she's blinded by how much money um, Suitman has. So <laughs> Yeah. And then I didn't know this, but Alexandra, she apparently had nudes too. And someone told me who was a male fan, he, they said that she did that on purpose to get exposure. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if you knew yeah. about that. I mean, you could also say that Dave Portnoy is making this whole big stink because Barstool's not doing well because there's no sports. So that's true. I mean, you could even go from that perspective and wow. like Chris Jenner in a way, but who knows? <laughs> or they could be fit. Yeah, they could be faking all that to get more clout and stuff. Like, do you think yes. they would do that? Or because they're making Sophia look bad, so it doesn't seem like she'd be in on it though. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be a hundred percent surprised. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case, but um, I I, I would hope not, but because that would be just crazy um yeah and to your point like i don't think sophia would be okay to be like 
the bad guy. I just thought it was interesting how like how they made it seem like Alexander smartened up and she was ready for the other deal, and Sophia wanted to fight the whole time, and she kind of, in a way, left her friend for the money. But at the same time, Sophia kind of left Alexander for the the suit dude. And they were saying that uh, girls were saying previously that apparently there's like this thing called apartment stories that she does Alexander on Snapchat, and she was like, "What if we break up for the suit over the suit guy because he like lived with them? They lived together and they moved out. How's that? What is it? Yeah." Yeah, I mean, I didn't see that story. I must have missed it. But um, I, I wouldn't be surprised that that probably <laughs> happened. I mean, they, they talked a little. I, I just saw something that Barstool posted um, saying they were talking. And I think the last episode that they did saying that there was like a lot going on that they're not able to like talk about. And like Suitman just texted Sophia. And like apparently they were like fighting and they didn't talk for a day and like they were like, there's just a lot of stuff that we can't talk about and there's a lot of changes to come. So who knows? I think once we hear finally from Alex and maybe even more so from Sophia, then hopefully we'll learn more because honestly, Alex hasn't said much either. I think like at this time, it's hard for her to say stuff because like lawyers involved attorneys and it looks like Sophia is trying to do a lawsuit, like as they were saying, correct? Yes, I think so. That's just so wild how it all started. Like all this information came out and everything just like went hard like this. Yep. Like yep. It, it really. Is wild. Sh- sh- I didn't expect it to go that way. Yeah. Shit hit the fan hard. Yeah, but that's. I think it's the number one podcast for Barstool entirely. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and all he did was talk about a situation for twenty minutes, and like it was nothing special, just a situation, and made number one worldwide. But they get a ton of views anyway all the time. Right. Yeah, they're usually at the number one. Yeah. I didn't know As that. As they say, sex sells. Yeah, I was going to ask you, <laughs> why, I don't want to take up all your time. I know it's getting late. Why yeah. are you intrigued with the podcast? Like, why did you listen in the first place? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it just so relatable? Is it something like, as you said, you work in a, I think you work in a private. Funny. Gotcha. Yeah, I think they're funny. And um, to be honest, when I first started listening to them, like my jaw hit the floor, like the things they were talking about. Um, but then once you get used to it, you're like, okay, it's kind of just like, you're talking to your girlfriends because like most of the time girls do talk like that mm-hmm. um, but not in public not a public setting but there's a meme floating around yeah. that's yeah i was just gonna say there's a meme floating around that says uh give me five hundred thousand dollars i'll talk about all my ex-boyfriends and trash them i thought that was funny exactly yeah exactly i mean um i think it's like i said relatable and i think it also gives a platform to women who otherwise sometimes if you talk about your sexuality in a way then you are labeled a slut or a mm-hmm. whore or mm-hmm. something like that but if a guy does the same thing it's fine yeah so i think they're in a way putting um a level playing field out there now, in a way, is it bad, though, because some of these girls will take everything they say to heart and, like, practice these maneuvers? Or are people actually learning sexual experiences through them? Or are they, like, learning certain things and good wisdom through these girls? Or it's like, is it weird, though, like, the OnlyFans episode, the Gluck Gluck 500? Like, it's like, hey, mom, I, <laughs> guess what I learned? I learned great uh, penis-sucking skills, you know, things like that nature. Isn't that, like, too much? Or is it just entertaining and everyday funny things? I think it's entertaining. Like, it's really funny. I think half the stuff they say, sometimes they're joking and just exaggerating. Um just to make the podcast interesting, but, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Cause they even said, like, I think one of their episodes, they kind of like described their dynamic and things. They're like, I hope you guys know that like, sometimes like we're exaggerating and joking and things like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just really entertaining. I listen to it usually on long drives. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I haven't been, 
listening into it that way during quarantine. But um, podcast yeah, numbers are down because of that reason. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. guys are watching Netflix instead. Everybody, everyone's podcasting them. <laughs> Maybe your theory yeah, is right. Reading my book. Gotcha. Maybe your theory is right. It's all set up. It's all it's all a hoax because it podcast be. numbers are down. They know no one would listen anyway because of the quarantine and the uh, the coronavirus. So it's like let's make this huge thing, this whole feud, and everyone will listen, and everyone, they'll get each yeah. to get their show. Well, I think I mean, that's weird. I mean, like I said, Chris Jenner did it with Kim K. That's and wild. her sex tape, so and probably numerous other things to sell their show and products and things like that. That's wild. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you got to go probably because you're talking for yep. a while. But uh, <laughs> what, like, anything you picked up from this, like that? I don't know. Like, like the reason, like, how could like we got people, comedians, podcasters who aren't as famous, obviously, listen to this podcast, like not like call our daddy famous. How could they amplify and get exposure like those girls did? Like, what what do you think it takes? Is it all about just like looks and talking about slutty things, or is it more like being relatable, being funny, and also like having a huge following behind you? Yeah, I think it's definitely being more relatable and funny. And I mean, it does help that they're both pretty girls, <laughs> um, and they talk about you know sex. But I think Alex had the following from mm-hmm. dating um, like professional athletes from prior she also went to boston university or college i think it's university and she played soccer so she was a d1 athlete from the get-go so usually when a girl like that is that pretty and she's a d1 athlete and goes to a good college she usually has a lot of instagram followers anyway so she was already like raking up like social media. you think it's important like a social media following like to start anything you're saying in a way I think it would definitely help. I don't know if it's necessarily the only way. I mean, you could also look at Ellie Schnitt, which is another podcast for Barstool. She was really famous on Twitter. She made really funny tweets. She still does, actually. But now she's partnered with Barstool and works for them, and she has a podcast. And I think that's one of their top five podcasts. I'm not sure. But um, I just looked at her net worth because I was curious. And she is worth almost a million dollars. So, And she's 24. That's just wild. And she, she built her own brand and made her own following. Got to give her yes. credit. Yep. While in college, just tweeting about boys and stupid wow. things like that. Do you think yeah. that's tough on their life? Like, well, do you think some people, last question, sorry. Do you think some people would want to date them just to get clout? Or do you think other people would be like weary? Like, okay, listen, I don't want to be on your podcast. Don't talk about our sex life, et cetera. I think it would be a mixture of both and some in between. (laughs) I think maybe some people wouldn't care at all and maybe they would be genuine. I think some people would want the clout. I think Mm. um, some people, you know, may not date them because of that. Um, Mm. I think it kind of goes all around. I think it goes back to probably the person. I didn't want to cut you off when you were talking about um, how they kind of like say, you know, guys, we don't really do this. We kind of hype it up. Do you think that they were actually being themselves portraying it? Or were they playing a part? Because some people are upset because they were doing this, like I was talking about, how they were obviously they made like 70000 each or only 70000 at first initial deal, but then they blew up. They were talking about like, you know, being broke, uh, dating rich men and like, you know, sugar mama, sugar daddy type scenarios. And now all of a sudden it comes out, Portnoy says, listen, they made half a million dollars each. They're loaded and this and that. Does that hurt their character or is it just the, them suffering from success and blowing up so quickly? Because apparently like a huge thing on the podcast, I'm not a huge listener, was that they portrayed like this broke college life style like hey just graduating college relating to an audience and like all this other shit like what did that does yeah. that does that have any well, effect I mean, on you alex i mean like alex is my age sophia is older she's in her 30s yeah so alex is 25 that's um, just so wild yeah and but yeah sophia's older and she used to have a job on wall street believe yeah. it or not but um Suit, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I don't know. I think they're just trying to be relatable. They honestly, from the, I mean, I don't think I watched every, or heard every single episode, mm-hmm. but um, from the most part, they didn't really talk about money too much. Yes, they talked about dating rich men. I mean, they're in New York City, so yeah, yeah. it's pretty easy to find those types of individuals. But um, I think they were just being relatable, and I do think at the beginning, even after signing with Barstool, um, I think that they probably were still probably not that wealthy, mm-hmm. and New York's yeah. still expensive. Exactly. They used to live in a apartment that wasn't that nice. They just recently moved into an apartment that is nicer. So um, mm-hmm. I think more recently, obviously, they've had more money. And who knows? Maybe they had debt or anything yeah. like that. So who knows? As me as a fellow creative, is it? do you think it's more important to get the exposure, like a social media following, over doing the work of podcasting first when no one's listening? Or is it a matter of just putting the work in and then blowing up over time? Because a lot of times, like, say if you go viral, you could go viral off one thing, right? But if you have that work and catalog on your social media pages, everyone will see the old stuff and want to listen to it. Right, right. Um, I think sometimes it comes down to luck too, but I mm-hmm. also think it's work ethic as well. Gotcha. And I just think it doesn't hurt if you have the following. I definitely think that gives you an edge. Like if I were to start a podcast right now, I think no one would probably listen to it. I guess yeah, I only, people and I have a though. decent amount of followers. Like yeah. I have three thousand, almost three thousand. Didn't you make? Did you make a, a Tinder girl. for the? Did you make a, a dating page for followers? What was the deal with that? No. Okay. No, I didn't. You followed me. <laughs> and then you followed me. I was like, I was like, hey, listen, just follow me on this. You know what I mean? But that's funny. How can anyone be successful on online dating, you think, in your opinion? And like, what do you look for in a guy? And like, what are you attracted to? Do, do you take like what Caller Daddy's attracted to and think, oh, I'm attracted to that? Or is it like you have your own opinion, you formulate it, and you're like, this is what I like? No, I have my own opinion. I don't think I could date the type of guys that they think date <laughs> um but no i definitely have my own opinion about that and sometimes i'm shocked by what they say and then sometimes i'm like girls don't know that you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of you know just all around do you um like do you think it can did you ever pick up anyone like good and normal on uh, online dating apps or it's not the thing you really do and like how could a guy get a girl he's interested in like what do you look for in a guy on the last question personal question um i helping the fellas out here don't take i don't take it that i honestly don't take it that seriously um i've been on like three physical dates but um not now hopefully because of quarantine (laughs) no no we're taking a break from that obviously but yeah i don't know i honestly didn't really give it too much of a shot i downloaded tinder just because i was bored with quarantine is that a real I excuse have hinge is that a real excuse yes because everyone's like i'm <laughs> bored and then the next thing you know a girl sends like a revealing photo or has a boyfriend a week later it's like okay what's um, the deal you know i've never done that yeah that's but good i can't speak to other people I, i've had that happen to me i can say the same thing about you boys yeah it's I like have a hidden, guy. Hidden, oh a hidden girlfriend or what he sent a revealing photo would you have what, what was your story i had a guy Actually, I went to school with him. Hopefully, this doesn't blow up because then his girlfriend might find out. Um, Fuck it. He, they won't know. <laughs> Only he'll know. He'll feel guilty. Um, he was Snapchatting me, texting me, whatever. Come to find out that he was actually dating somebody. So Now, I didn't even give your – people don't know you anyway, so it's good. Do do girls – do women get attracted off, like, thirst traps from guys or is it, like, not – is it more you getting attracted off the mental game instead of the physical look? Or Because, like, you know how guys are. If some girl sends us tits, we're excited. We're attracted. But it's like if a guy sends you a weird revealing pic – 
of his penis and you don't really know him or like any other stuff is that a turn on or turn off or it depends on the person i think it depends on your relationship you have with the girl i don't want that randomly from yeah it's, a guy it's I don't too know. much right yeah yeah no <laughs> you never answered what the, what do you look for in a guy people want to know these questions well, I think it varies from girl to girl, but funny, outgoing. That's it. Not afraid to laugh at themselves. You're like describing they me. Go for tall. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though. But yeah, that's basically it. That's not bad. Is oh, another thing I found interesting was I I date girls who. It's kind of like, not a confidence killer, but like a girl's like, oh, I like your look. Like, you know, dark hair, Italian, tall, like you said. Is it more girls looking for like a look of like a celebrity or someone they previously dated? Or do you have all different types of looks? I always find that interesting. And I usually ask, you know, I interview adult entertainers and stuff like that. But I like asking the girl, like the, you know, corporate America girl or someone different, a different profession and what they think, you know? Um, some people would say that I have a type. I don't think I do. I think I'm more attracted to like personality. That's good. Do you think it's yeah. cheesy when someone's attracted to a type or you get it? Because, like, I guess everyone has no, their I... types, but it's weird when you, like, date everyone your ex look like and you look at their ex and, like, oh, my God, like, I look like this dude. Oh, my God, I look like this dude. What's going on? I think I think to each their own. I mean, I know a guy that only dates, like, blonde, short girls with blue eyes. So mm. to each their own. If that's what makes you happy, then do it. Mm. I appreciate you taking the time. We talked for a while, and I'd uh, love to have you come on some other time again when giving advice to guys or stuff or any call or daddy news. I appreciate it. <laughs> sure. Uh, you could send no my number if you want because uh, we match on <laughs> Tinder. I guess you must have thought I was cute, but then when you stopped talking to me. This is great content. <laughs> no problem. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, that's real. Keep it base, Matt. Keep it real, baby. Hello? Hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Nothing, what's up? And then I saw your video. I was like, oh, I'm going to give her a DM. That was funny. That's so funny. Yeah, this is seriously so crazy. <laughs> so ex- explain what happened. Um, you, You're a big fan of Caller Daddy, I'm assuming, and you saw that video on what, uh, like Portnoy talking about all that stuff, and you just decided to make a TikTok, and it went viral? Yeah, I just really, I like, I love Call Her Daddy. Obviously, it sucks what's going on with them, and I wish they could figure it out. But I've just been a fan of Dave for so long. I think he's, like, the funniest person I've ever seen. And I've just been following him forever. And that video seriously made me, like, die laughing. And I watch it probably, like, every day just to, like, laugh about it. And then I was just bored. You know, we're in quarantine. I had nothing to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok. Nobody really, like made a TikTok with that sound. I saw it was like 25 people yesterday only did, like, did a video with it. So I was like, this is like a good chance for him to see it if not a lot of people did it. And then I posted it to my Instagram story and a lot of my friends sent it to him and then it just blew up. And like, I woke up this morning to like 20 missed calls from my sister and um, a bunch of texts from her being like, yo, you need to wake up now. Like he posted it, he posted it. So it's, it was just crazy. That's hilarious. <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of comedians who uh, you know try to go viral or try to get exposure because they you know do stand up comedy and it's tough out here now, especially during this quarantine. Is it something you look for? Like you're like, all right, I'm gonna try to go viral today, and you saw there's only 25 people made that video. Like, how does that work? Like, how does if someone was listening, how to gain exposure uh, through certain things? I think you hit it on the nail. Like, I think you did it right because it's like brilliant the way you did it because it was creative first off, and it was something popular that was like gaining a lot of buzz. So I think it, that's the way to go. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I really wasn't planning on it to go viral. Like, I I went to sleep last night being like, if he sees it, if he sees it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Like, I feel like it's just like, it happens by chance. And like, people just get lucky. Like, I feel mm. like it's just like, you have to do something that like you like, you know, and like, I liked, I like Barstool. I like Call Her Daddy. And like, it's just gaining so much attention right now. So I feel like that kind of helped it too. Yeah. That's funny. You said that. Cause like when I do stuff, if I'm not passionate about it, it's not as good, but if, it, if I'm passionate about the topic, it will go far and it will like, you know, it, it get exposure on it. Also, it's just more fun. So you definitely do have to like what you're doing when you do stuff like that, even if it is a TikTok video. But uh, when when I first saw it, I was like, I thought you were part of Call Her Daddy because it was like you have that, not to like be rude or anything, you have the image like you definitely seem like you're like a Call Her Daddy fan and are part of Barstool already in a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I wish like that people keep writing like hire her, hire her. And I was like, oh, my God, like that would be a dream come true. Yeah, I thought you were <laughs> a part of it. Do you do podcasting at all or anything or are you just mainly like mainly TikTok stuff? I like really don't even do anything on TikTok like that like was the first video that got like so much attention like I only post probably like 40 videos on TikTok and like I get like at most like 20 likes on any video I post Mm. which was so weird but like I've always been like a fan of like doing podcasts and like I was just like just try to figure out something but I feel like you have to have like a certain niche and like have like Mm. a certain thing that you want to do but I just like haven't came across that thing that I want to do but I've always wanted to start a podcast like I've edited a podcast before for like a college class so I know how to make one and edit one how old are you 24 oh nice (laughs) yeah because it's like it's funny because like I have a joke now where it's like I do podcasting and radio and all that and comedy and I'm like I might as well just hire or get two girls that I think are like gorgeous and like good at talking and just do a podcast and they'd be more successful than a lot of these podcasts it really is because you get guy fans based off your looks but then the girls will like you because you're good looking as well but at at the same time they like the topics you talk about if it's like sex related or relatable and I think that's why Call Her Daddy hits wouldn't you agree Oh, hell yeah. Like, I I followed um, Alex and Sophia because I was like, these girls are so pretty. Like, I love them. And then I also felt like um, like me and Alex just, like, had something, like, in common because, like, I saw she played soccer for Boston, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, I used to play soccer. I played soccer for 16 years. So I was like, I feel like me and her, like, would be, like, good friends if I ever met her. And then it's weird because people even who hate them listen to the podcast. I know people who can't stand their voices or think they're always wrong, but they still tune in. And it's like, even people, you, when you have haters, they'll listen to this shit. It's so funny to me. Yeah, people love to hate. Like, I looked at the comments on the video that Dave posted of me. And, like, I was just sitting there. Like, I wasn't even getting offended. Like, I was just laughing about it. Because, like, people just love to hate. And, like, you don't they don't have anything better to do if, like, they're going to sit there and, like, try to rip someone apart for doing something funny or just having fun like the Alex and Sophia just started it for fun and look at where it got them and like I did that video just for fun and it's blowing up and it's just crazy can you explain to the people how Alexander Cooper and Sophia Franklin actually made it like were you a fan I don't think many were right before they were on Barstool like did you hear about them before Barstool or did Barstool give them that platform to actually expand and get bigger um I heard of them through Barstool so I think like barstool series helped them gain Mm -hmm. so much attention and i just think it's crazy that they would ever want to leave because they seriously just helped them blow up so much which is like so crazy and barstool is a perfect platform for that exactly 
It's like we're both from Jersey, I, I think, I believe. So it's like say we're yep. doing a podcast <laughs> say if you're doing a podcast in New Jersey, we get no exposure, even if like you were pretty, you were talking about sex content, like it would definitely help and work. But once you hit like a network like Barstool, it's like in a way, come on, call our daddy people like Alexander and Sophia, they definitely cre- help create you and expand your career. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It's interesting. And the funniest thing is, though, how do you feel about this? Because they, prom- I, I'm not a huge fan of the podcast, I'll admit, but I listen to some episodes and I always think like sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. Um, but they, it feels like they stood for like everything they stood for, they went against in a way. It feels like they sold out, they wanted more money, right? Then they talk about this lifestyle of being broke and like getting rich guys and stuff like that, and they were playing a part. And then they had problems over a guy. Isn't that funny? Yeah, I think I well, I I think like maybe it was like Sophia that really went against everything that they tried to teach us. But um, yeah, I was like under the impression that they made absolutely no money and like weren't <laughs> able to afford rent. But like now it's just like it's mind blowing to me to like actually find out how much they make. For yeah, when he said they made five hundred k each, and I don't even know if that's including merch and like alcohol, whatever the hell they sell. And I thought that was interesting because I guess they, what happened was. They were a, like a product of their own success. I think they blew up so quickly and then they wanted more money because they realized their value in a way. But I think when Portnoy said how much they made, I think there was actually some fans who were in shock because they liked that broker mentality and uh, like, you know, stuff like that. Like they thought like they were one of them, like just recently graduating college and like student loans, not making a lot of money. And next thing you know, they're making half a million dollars for pod- podcasting like within a year. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that was like mind blowing to me. My jaw dropped when I heard that. I was like, "Holy shit! What the hell?" In a way, it's inspiring because they made it so quickly and made a great living on it. But at the same time, did you feel duped in a way? Because I feel like the diehard fans were like fooled by these girls, like because of the broke image and having no money. Or is it not even a huge issue? Um, I mean, I feel like like a lot of fans probably feel betrayed like i know like my sister was like i kind of feel betrayed because like she's like bought like their merch like bought the free the father shirt and then like she comes to find that like the free the father shirt was so that they could get paid while they're not making their content and like that's kind of messed up yeah it's like all the girls whatever they want to do yeah all the girls all the listeners are peasants and they're like queens making all this money yeah (laughs) and i don't know if you like Look, I know you get wild comments now because of it, but like, did anyone from Barstool reach out to you or like anything go on for that right now? You pr- probably will blow up even more on the internet. I hope that someone from Barstool contacts me. I mean, I saw like the um, post that Dave made that he was looking for new employees and I, you know, made that video and then my sister was like, you should send that like yeah, as your application. So I sent them like that. I sent him my resume. Um, I, like the podcast example I made for a class to prove that like I'm capable of doing a podcast yeah. and just kind of like shot, shot some ideas around. Um, but that's really about it. But I didn't hear anything from anybody, but hopefully I do. Um, if not, like it'd be cool if I could even just like go on a tour of the Barstool office. Like that would be yeah. freaking cool to me too. But hearing a no from them would even mean so much to me. Like yeah. I would take a no and be like, thank Thank the Lord somebody answered me. Like, it's yeah. crazy. They probably get hit with so many emails, too. Same time, I feel like, like, say if you were doing that, it'd be tough because you don't want to be a replica. Like, well, they would think because you're a Colorado fan, it's like you don't want to be a replica of Sophie and Alexander and do the same exact shit. But at the same time, what they did, they didn't reinvent the wheel. That was another topic we talked about on the uh, show. Uh, girls were saying, like, the advice they give is so basic, like, anyone could understand this. I mean, granted, they have some funny topics like the Glock Glock 9000 or whatever and talking about giving <laughs> yeah. blowjobs. But, like, at the end of the day, literally the advice they give 
it seemed so basic and anyone could talk about that, you know? Is am I wrong or no? No, you're definitely not wrong. Like I feel like it's just I feel like people are scared to kind of put that advice out there because mm. they weren't like, you know, it's like if I went on my Instagram and started giving people advice like that, like people might look at me the wrong way or exactly. And like your you know, career, corporate career, like I think Sophia was in like finance. So it's probably like tough to transition from that. than like tell people, Hey, I'm doing a podcast about sex and like, Oh, you're never getting a job ever again. And then next thing you know, they blow up and make more than the normal job. Yeah. And I feel like that's just definitely like a big issue for them now because it's like, how are you going to go from like call her daddy to like, just like being un- like, I mean, they're not going to be normal people, but like, ha- like you're not going to find another job. And like, I mean, they might, but yeah, like things that people are scared to say and they don't want to be like judged for it. And kudos to them for not being scared to say those things to thousands of people good point it's like you would say it in, with all your girls in private but public it's a different thing like talking about like yeah. your ex-boyfriends and stuff and what they do yeah because that that literally like their podcast sounds like how me and my girlfriends talk when we're alone and like no guys are around and we would not talk that way if guys were around or like family or just other people listening exactly so it's relatable do you have any updates on the situation like i know sophia recently said something and then Someone was telling me, like, there's a whole other thing on Snapchat. Alexander does apartment wars, and she was saying, like, Suitman was over, clogged the sink, like, a couple weeks ago, and then next thing you know, they're not friends anymore. Or do you, do you, and then people were also thinking it was a setup, and it's all fake, because uh, right now, during the uh, quarantine, sports isn't in play, so Barstool's struggling, they were saying, so they needed, like, news, and so this is all just, like, fake shit to, like, promote hard. I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't have really, like, any idea of what's going on. All I really saw was, like, Sophia's video on Instagram and then, like, Dave posting his. And then I don't even know if Alex spoke out about it yet, which I really feel like she should. But I feel like she's going to stay quiet for some reason. Yeah, there's, like, lawyers involved. I don't know, you know. Yeah, but then again, it's, like, if you think of, like, how, like, the Kardashians do things, they always make some kind of scandal or, like, fight happen, like, when a new season's coming out of something, you know, like, they always bring up the Taylor Swift fight with Kanye when a new season of the Kardashian show was coming back out, so maybe they're doing things to get more publicity and attention but i don't know it really sounds like there's a fight because like i don't know i wouldn't like just stage a fight with my friends and another thing yeah you're right another thing people were asking if they play a part like is that really them because even them even in their episodes girls have told me that like they'll say like listen guys like we we're giving you this advice but we don't really want you to take some of it so it's like how much is it like entertaining in a way and how much is it is it really them in truth is do you yeah, I know. Like, um, I know. Like, in some of the episodes, they're they'll you know be what like, I'm saying. Oh, your boyfriend liked another girl's picture. Cheat on him, you know. But like, they say like, just take it with a grain of salt. Like, they're being sarcastic, and funny. But like, some of their advice is like good and true to like stay on top of like your relationships and take back like the strong stance over men. I guess. But I would just take their advice in a grain of salt. But I feel like they play a part. But they also like. They, you know, they, they always say like they do things for like an experiment Mm -hmm. so that they can tell their viewers their experience. Do you think it's hypocritical? Like Sophia telling you to like, you know, be the boss and everything. And then she listens to the suit guy and he fucks everything up. Isn't that like the funniest thing at the end of the day? Yeah, that was like something I just, I feel like she was going against her brand there. (laughs) Does that make it like fake or is it just a mistake? I guess at the end of the day, because some people are like, "Ah, so inauthentic. They're talking about like, you know, 
call her daddy, be the fathers and stuff like that, and fuck these like guys and screw them over. And like she's like listening to this suit who doesn't like Barstool, according to Portnoy. I, I believe him. What does he have to lose to lie? You know, like why would he lie about it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Dave would lie about it, but I just I don't know. I feel like Sophia just really fucked it up for herself with that. <laughs> Because, like, she lost her best friend. I mean, maybe she lost her best friend out of it. Yeah. And almost her career, I mean, it doesn't really sound like she's getting her job back at Call Her Daddy, so... Would you listen if they did a... Say the whole time they had a fight, right, and it was all, like, fake publicity, who knows if that's true or not, and they were both getting a show, would you listen to both of them, or would you just listen to Alexandra? It seems Alexandra, it seems like everyone likes uh, Cooper better. Yeah, I know a lot of people, like, a lot of my friends and, like, my sister, she said she liked Sophia better, but I've always been, like, Team Alex, um, because I said, like, I just feel like I, like, relate with her, but, um, I don't know, I would probably listen to Alex's show and not Sophia. Yeah, that's wild how that works. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's fine, but, um, when you do these TikToks, why why do they gain so much more exposure than Instagram, like? People make will make a TikTok video, but they don't post it on Instagram or anything. It's like there's people who are like viral famous on TikTok and like on other platforms, they are like just, you know, normal. It's actually funny because that TikTok didn't blow up until Dave posted it. And it blew up more on Instagram than it did on TikTok. That's so funny because I'll like interview a lot of creators and they're like, <clears throat> they get depressed and down when their stuff doesn't blow up. But what they don't realize is like, I think the right person has to see it for in order to really go viral. Definitely. I agree with that. But yeah, I think like I just in the in the caption, I was like, tag Dave. So he sees it. And then like a couple people were like tagging him. My friends were tagging him. And then I noticed that like when you make a TikTok, you can look at the sound and like your video climbs higher and higher with the more likes it gets. And it mm. got the, like the highest amount of likes out of all the people who made a video with that sound. So then it was like Dave's original video and then mine right next to it. So I think like that could have helped with him seeing it. But like, I know a lot of my friends like sent my, um, cause I posted on my Instagram story. Like yeah, they yeah. would like send it to Barstool. They sent it to call her daddy and like they sent it to uh, Dave. I wonder if he looks at it first or people are like, yo, you got to check this out to put this up. He might be looking, you know, because I know some girls that get followed by him or he follows them, et cetera. Um, yeah, I have some friends that are actually followed by him, which is crazy. But um, I know, like, one of my friends, like, she messaged me and was like, Barstool looked at my message that I sent them of your video. Mm. So that might have been how I got my TikTok up there. It's interesting because, like, when he says the email for, like, submissions about a show, he says he's not going to look at him, but someone else is. And, like, who's in charge of that? They could be in a bad mood. They might not like your taste. They might not. You know what I mean? It's, like, weird. It's, like, could be some intern. Could some other dude. And it's, like, it, it seems like it's tough to, uh, you know, get a hold of them or connect with them. Yeah, I don't know. It's hopefully somebody sees my, my email. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. That'd be cool. So... Like, now what? Are you just going to keep keep creating? Like, when you did that TikTok, was that sound already there? Or did you find that sound and put it on there? It was um on Dave's TikTok because he had posted the video of him, like, sitting in his office chair. It's so weird how everyone's TikToking. I know. And, like, I feel like I'm not, like, I'm not consistent with TikTok either. either like, I. I was just bored and made the video <laughs> was that a cigar or a joint you don't have to answer if it was marijuana but that was funny <laughs> it was um actually a dutch master nothing was like in it just gotcha. like it was like right out of the package that's hilarious and what is the latest news like on this whole thing that you heard recently like and, and like i forgot to ask you one out of ten 
like how big of a fan are you of Call Her Daddy? Um, I would say like seven point five, eight. That's good. That's what they all say. Yeah, like I was a consistent listener when they first started, and then um, when I worked at like a desk job, I would sit with my headphones in and listen to them whenever they came out with a new episode. But um, like as of recently, I hadn't really listened to them. But then like when quarantine happened, I would just like sit around and listen to them. It's funny because a lot of times podcasts are down because of the quarantine. They were saying people watch Netflix more and they're not at their desk at work or at the gym or commuting. But that's funny that you still listen. And I don't yeah, know. They I, have like a liquor deal too or something. I don't. I didn't know anything about that. Neither did I. You heard that, right? When they were talking about like liquor and all the money. Yeah, I don't know what their alcohol is. I just know about like the Pink Whitney, but I know that's not affiliated with them. Yeah, that's so interesting. And they didn't they didn't they just started recently. Like they only have fifty something episodes and they kill it. But it, it it's all very interesting and I wanna see how it plays out. That's why I was calling Call Our Daddy fans to see. And also your uh TikTok went viral, which was funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, last question. I was do you have like do you think you have any more information on this topic, like that you know of uh, recently? No, I just been following their videos and following Dave's little like parody videos that he's been posting and i always just try to keep it updated about it do you think his pizza reviews are more uh entertaining than call our daddy now um i think that they're just both two different things but i love yeah. his pizza reviews um i actually he actually came to my hometown where i live and went to i think maybe two pizza places wait there, i think I, then, know, like, I think i know what you're talking about yeah it was brooklyn square in jackson oh no i thought it was freehold <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, like that was another uh, great pizza place, but it was like Federici's and yeah, um, yeah. Federico's or something. Yeah, that's funny Frankie Feds. Yeah, that's funny. It's just crazy how like the exposure of Barstool like helped so much with their shit, and it's like I, they were saying that like I was reading the Reddit comments and stuff. They were talking about like the Impractical Jokers. Apparently, one guy is like a cuck or something. Like I don't know what the hell that situation is. They were talking about that, but they didn't tell whose name. And then they also talk about a lot of celebrities. Like they were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio. They were talking about Julian Eidelman. Do you think Barcelona ever gets shit for that because they're just like kind of like trashing athletes in a way and saying they're sex stories? I know they try to hide it sometimes, but like it's obvious who at at some points. Um, I mean, they could get backlash, but. I don't know. It's just like everybody has something to say at the end of the day. My video got backlash. Like everybody's going to get haters. Yeah, definitely. No, I appreciate you uh, coming on um, the podcast and the show. <clears throat> I appreciate you for having me. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I usually end it like just asking uh, like advice like for, uh, for dudes who are listening, like how they could get uh, any girl primarily and like what uh, attracts women and turns them on. <laughs> um i would say just be yourself be really nice. though is that really true um yeah i mean i don't like i'm not attracted to somebody who's gonna like be a fraud and be fake true. you know I, I you know personality is a big thing um be funny <laughs> they all say just that. charm how how much do looks matter one at a one to ten scale um i think probably like seven maybe mm-hmm. i mean for me seven but i think it's like if you're not funny i'm not gonna like you so fun being funny is definitely a huge part of it so it's like similar to online dating if the pictures are there the guy's cute and then the personality match uh, match as well it's, it's good yeah you have to be like a good texter definitely like have a just like a great personality like if somebody is dry and like 
just like i don't know if they're not funny what do you think do you think there's a point of online dating or is it useless at this point like is it worth it um i don't really like online dating i feel like it's i mean right now i feel like it's great for online dating because that's all we really have but zoom dates i'm i was never a big fan of online dating like i feel like i just rather meet people the normal way of going out and what about like yeah what about like your dms though because i feel like for like girls they'll get like 500 options and they're not, they don't know who to talk to. It's like overload. I talked to all these girls, like not like, I'm not like saying dating wise. I talked to these girls and asked them these questions and they say like, it just saturated. Like there's just so much going on. It's almost like podcasters, like thousands of podcasters, like hundreds of dudes DMing them or hundreds of dudes trying to talk to them. And it's just like, they don't know what to do because they're just talking to so many. And at the end of the day, it's like no real relationships. Do you ever feel that or? Um, I don't, I feel like I barely like, go through my dms of people because i feel like it's like a lot of just like weird people no yeah, offense people to trying like to anybody who's dm'd me but Pe- people um, want like feet pictures what's with that fetish yeah I, that's really gross and weird yeah. i don't understand that <laughs> like how could someone stand out though because i guess now more than ever it's like mandatory pretty much to pick up women socially and guys instead of going to a bar or somewhere and but yeah there's so much like there's just... so much dms you know yeah, I feel like you just have to have, like, a really good opening line, like, be funny, like I said, um, just be interesting, gotcha. and I, I, I hate when people, like, it's like someone will DM you, and then they'll have no pictures, like, yeah, that's how weird. Or private. Who you are. How about when they friend yeah. you first, and they're private, and you have to add them and see who they are, and they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a little weird. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's mainly it. I was just asking all these questions about it. I appreciate your time. Uh Thank you. Thank so, you for having me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So basically, what you want me to call the Chen Lang, right? Yep. Chen sounds like a rap name, like an Asian rapper. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. My friends, they uh, just my last name's not Lang, but they just nicknamed me Lang for some reason, mm-hmm. and I, because they would call me Chang Lang, so that was just like the nickname, and then that just stuck, and I felt like that was just like a good Instagram persona name to have. So now are you going to start like creating content and stuff or you're just like, that's it, one TikTok and you're done? Or is it like something you're like, oh, fuck it, let's try this? Um, I mean, like, I'll, I'll try it maybe. Um, I used to like do a bunch of modeling when I was younger. So maybe I'll try to like get back into that. But who knows? I'm not going to like be like a clout chaser and just like try to get likes or views because of one yeah, crazy right. thing that happened. But it's worth a try. I'm really just praying that like someone from Barstool could reach out to me and like hmm. maybe just like even like be like maybe, this, maybe this will help. Barstool. Yeah, but, hopefully. But yeah, that's what you. It's interesting because like I feel that way too. It's like you know you want to do something, you want to talk about something that's popular, but at the same time you don't want to be labeled a cloud chaser. But I think if you have a passion towards it, like you do with Barstool, I mean, it, what what the fuck? It doesn't hurt to give it a try and create something that and it worked for you, you know. But at the same time, yeah. I understand what you're saying. It's like you don't want to be like cloudy and like same with me. I don't want to talk about call or daddy every day or do something about something that's so trendy and not me. But if it's like relates to your brand, I don't see why not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but shout out Chang Lang. Thank you. If you ever need a manager and you blow up, let me know. I'll uh, quit cr- uh, as a creator and comedian and be your manager and, and blow you up into the next <laughs> caller daddy. Oh, thank you. I'm I seriously it. considering it. I'm just going to start recruiting a bunch of pretty girls who are good at radio and, and media and podcasting and just create an army of women. All right. Well, if you ever need someone, I'm here because I um, I interned at a radio station. I don't know if you've ever heard of 95 Down the Rat, but I interned yeah, there yeah, in Belmar. I was in college. Yep. Yeah, so we'll we'll I link up. I'll follow you. We'll link up. I'm I'm close to you. I got I got a place down in the Jersey Shore and stuff. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm in. Ra- I used to do radio too, but you, as you know, come on, radio is not what it is anymore. It's like there's only Howard Stern, Charlemagne, and a few others. Elvis Duran. It's like you can't really get big in radio now. No, yeah, I feel like that's dying out because I feel like podcasts are really taking over. That's like a lot of what people listen to. Yeah, because you get to pick what you want to listen to now. It's like in the radio, no one gives a shit about the top ten at ten or whatever, and then you announcing a song and and not being able to talk about anything, you know. Yeah, on the radio, all the songs are really overplayed, too. That's just, like, another thing with me. I always just plug in my phone and listen to, like, the aux. Yeah. With streaming. my songs that yeah. I have. <laughs> now, yeah, I feel you, like, streaming, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple's Music. Yeah, I, that's why I was like, fuck this radio shit. And it's tough now, especially in the quarantine. And you're right, it's all podcasting, it's all brands. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but thank you again. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. You. Okay, thank you. What do you do, baby? Have a good one. Hey. Hey, what's up? Nothing. What's up with you? I'm calling the right Latina, right? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so stupid. Is that what it said there? What? Is that what it said as the contact? No, I got your right name. I don't want to. I, I I might use this because it's funny. Well, I won't put your name in there, but it says Katarina. Jesus Christ. What do you want to be called? No, Katharikan? No. Yeah, say my name so I get Instagram followers. Oh, my God. I went private the whole time with these girls. Now I got to go public with you? Yeah, maybe, like, um, like be like, uh, this big booty Latina. So then they want to go my Instagram. <laughs> You're going to get crept on by people, like weirdos. Good. I want Instagram followers. Oh, man. That's fine. That's fine. Just, yeah, yeah, that's good. Are you with a group of Latinas? No. You're solo? Today I'm actually alone. Yeah, I'm usually with people. Like I know, you're always with people. You go on like live like, at like 2 a.m. I'm always with my one friend, Yessie. You could hear me? Yeah, I can hear you good. All right, word. Um, what I, was, do you, what I was do you... playing to that girl's thing. What? what you posted. Oh, yeah, yeah. I sent you. Wait, what, I sent you the whole thing? No, I just listened to uh, I won your podcast thing on your Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a lot the more funny shit. The girl's talking about weak Oh, fuck, I forgot to send you it. There's so many funny clips. Yeah, we talk about Call Her Daddy stuff, but other stuff, too. But it's been overkill because everyone's talking about the Call Her Daddy thing. But what do you know or what do you, what's your opinion on it? Um, I feel like my opinion on it is that they obviously signed this contract when they were, like, they were nothing. So when they wanted to, like, renegotiate the contract, it was, it was obvious that, uh, what's it, that girl's boyfriend, Peter Nelson? Mm-hmm. That was obviously that she was being like driven to go away from it, and You're... I don't know. It it seems like they really did need to renegotiate the contract because they started off at seventy five thousand base salary. Yeah, like seventy. Yeah, seventy five. Do you know if it was each person or just one? It was both of them. That was their base pay together. No, I'm not no. sure. I'm asking you. No, I think it was separate. Those are gotcha, gotcha. separate. And then they end up making five hundred thousand a year, though. Yeah. Um... Did you take any valuable information from that podcast? And also, do you think they're phony? I asked this question because they came up broke, oh. right? And now they're all okay. now they're loaded, and it's like they talk about shit like broke college girls talk about, or they like resonate to an audience that doesn't have a lot of money, and now they do. It's like, are they phony or no? Is that just part of the game? I don't think they're phony per se because they talk a lot about their college years experience. And the girl Sophia, she was actually like a stockbroker in New York, or she was something like that. But I don't think they're phony. I thought they had, like, funny advice. It was never, like, it was no hard-hitting advice. It was just, like, and the tips, the sex tips are pretty obvious. Like, the gluck gluck and all that stuff is, like, oh, that's stuff that's, like, pretty obvious. I don't know. Well, yeah, the Glock Glock 500, girls are saying they use that for <laughs> dick-sucking advice, right? Have you used that, or you don't, or you just already did that before that? That's no, what I'm I saying. Knew. 
My thing is, they're giving advice that's already known. I think they find trending topics and they talk about what's already known. Like, they're giving opinions that are already wildly popular and people are like, oh, I understand. I'm relating to that. Yeah, it's because it's already fucking known. (laughs) I think you could learn more from Tiana Trump than you can learn from Alexander Cooper, but... That's what I say. Shout out Tiana Trump. They were more relate, like they're relatable and like funny, you know. Their ba- their stories were hella funny. I think that's what carried the podcast. Did they give you any like valuable information on like you know feet pictures and stuff like that or no? Um, I think so, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> not them. Do you have an OnlyFans currently or no? No. Do people ask you how are your DMs? Like, what do they say? Like, send feet picture, like send feet pics, or I'll pay. Uh, only yeah, fan- talk about that. My DMs are pictures do you have an only fan can i uh, send you money for a video wow. and i mean i don't know if that's every other latina page but I, it's Latinas. me and my friend latina hive what about being a maid for someone i thought that was kind of wild like some rich guy wanted you to be a maid right not to like slander or shout anyone out but i really think he was just trying to fuck no yeah so when i was in new york city club i was in one oak and this man came up to me he had a louis vuitton scarf and he was like uh you know give me your number and then he ended up saying that he wanted to hire me as his, like, maid and then to watch me topless clean his apartment. Do you think that's, but like... I don't know. He, he definitely wanted sex. Do you think that's sexist, racist, or fucked up in a way because you were Latina and he wanted to be a maid? Um, I don't think that took part in it because he was French, so... Gotcha. But, yeah, there's, like, a porn category, though, like, dirty Latina maids. Do you think he watched him when he went too many pornos? Yeah. They wear, like, gloves, latex gloves. They, like, rub the penis. They have sex and, like, they're cleaning at first. It's the whole thing. Okay, well, you know a lot about that category. I'm gonna have to look into it. He probably watched Maybe a lot of those porns and got turned on to it. And wanted you to be his Latina, his dirty Latina maid. That definitely could be it. Who do you like better, Franklin or Alexa- uh, Alexander Cooper, Sophia or Alexander? Everyone's on Team Alexander right now. But do you see Sophia's point of view, or do you see no? Like she fucked this up because this guy got in the way. I I've always preferred Alexander Me or too. Alex better. Why? But, um, I think her personality is just like really relatable, but Sophia, like, it's definitely she's definitely looking at it like a money perspective. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't. Know. But she's funny too, and I liked her also. Do you think they play the part well, or are they like being themselves, or do you think it's kind of like a hype up? You know how entertainment is and like everything like that. I feel like Ala, like Alex is definitely like she was her part, like she was like the host, mm-hmm. but. Um, the hoe in a good way. Mm-hmm. But Sophia, she was always, like, had a boyfriend type stuff. I don't know. I feel like they they might have been too much, like, two white girls if they should have put something else in there. And I'm, I'm not usually the person to be like, oh, like, um, they need diversity. But I feel like maybe they should have ah, like, put someone else in there. Like, there's other podcasts, like Lip Service and stuff, where, I don't know if you know, familiar, Angela Yee, she has a ton of different, like, uh, you know, ethnicity groups on there. I think, like, a black co-host, Spanish co-host. Do you think it needs more of that? Also, Horrible Decisions is kind of like Call Her Daddy, and they're, like, urban. Do you think Latinas resonate, like, to more urban-type uh, stuff that's relatable? You're right. Like, they never probably dated a hood guy. If anything, they probably dated some athlete who was African-American. Yeah, I feel like it was very one point of view, because uh, the girl Alice always talks about her dating, like, basketball oh not bas- baseball player like uh celebrities and hockey players and i would always think like what the like why would she date those guys like that's so corny to me and i always felt like they needed more like guests like to appear on the show yeah. and like more give more point of view how does one date a basketball player have you had success with that no i haven't but a lot of my friends have had sex with ben simmons <laughs> what you're just gonna throw his name out there <laughs> oh i didn't know 
Ben Simmons is fucking yeah. like that? Yeah, well, a certain basketball player is fucking like that. You could take that out. <laughs> no, that's funny. But, I mean, maybe. I'm dead. I won't promote that, but that's funny. <laughs> but he just has a thing for Latinas? No, um, she was white. Oh, my word. White word. What do you, I, the one thing is, I don't get it. I mean, I guess you're younger than me, even though I'm old as fuck. No, I'm kidding. But like, what I don't get, I guess, I guess it is cool. Like, I would want to fuck someone that's like a celebrity who I think is attractive. But it's like, what do these girls think? It's not like you're getting their talent when you bang them. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's honestly just for a good story. You're right, probably. But many won't admit that. Many act like they have like a chance with them, but they know. What's crazy is how come like a nice guy you won't be attracted to? I'm not saying you in general, but women or like some guy putting in real work, right? Can like treat you nice or or and, like you don't give a fuck. But like if like some celebrity treated like dog shit, you would just go whenever and like ditch the nice guy. Isn't it a cold world we live in? Yeah, it's a cold world. But wouldn't that guy do the same thing to you if like a celebrity comes to him? Like, it depends. I want to fuck you, and he's and he's regular. He's gonna be hyped regardless. Do you believe in celebrity like hit lists? Like if you're in a relationship with someone in a committed relationship and you guys each write down like who you would want to have sex with and you were allowed to, do you believe in that? I feel like the girl would definitely get it way more than the guy. Yeah, I believe in it, but it'd be dangerous for me because like I'd get it done. I don't know. Wow, that's man. arrogant. I love that. <laughs> I would. Who's on the list? That's sickening. Um Oh god. I don't know who's on my list right now. Oh boy. I don't look at celebrities like that. I look at more like Mm, I don't know. Why are feet pictures so th- such a thing? Like, I'm not a guy that gets turned out. Like, it's cool or whatever, but like, I'm not a guy that gets turned to my feet pictures. Like, I'd find somewhere else to, uh, you know, finish. I wouldn't want it on the feet, really. But I mean, if I had to, I guess I wouldn't. I'd be okay with it. But what's with the deal with this feet fetish? This foot fetish? It's huge. Um, I think it's people like like things that are nasty and like taboo, and like because feet are kind of nasty, that's what turns them on, actually. Really? And like so, just yeah. like finishing on there like why is it such a thing it's so fucking weird yeah and it's not even just cute feet like they like like big feet like your feet does not have to be cute like and i'm in college and a lot of girls sell their feet pictures it's common that's like their full term that's like their full-time job yeah do you think they're hoes or do you respect the hustle because you're kind of like an entrepreneur in a way no, I respect the hustle. Would you ever make an OnlyFans? And it's a lot of the times, though, you can never date, like, I guess you would call it a client. Like, a lot of these guys are desperate losers, like, uh, just masturbating to feed pictures, right? Like, or is it, like, actually normal people who are, like, really cool and shit, but, like, it's, like, weird? Um, I, don't, I don't think they're losers. I think they're lonely because I have this one guy who uh, my friends love oh, feed pictures to, and he's offering her $1,000 to, like, like, massage her feet and stuff, what? but it's, like, that, I feel like that crosses a line into like yeah. You get kidnapped. Don't stuff, you think but. they just want to have sex though, or is it like you know what I mean? Like how you know what I'm saying? Like no, the, they want to have sex with your feet. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't get like it. They want, yeah, I don't know. But um, I have a guy right now that I could like ask him for any money, and he gives it to me all the time. And it's some like white guy. How do you feel and about I it? Tell, is- and I tell him, I'm like, I don't like you. Like, I'm like, I would never date you. And then he's just lonely, so he gives me money. And I, I feel bad, but, like, oh at a point, it's like I talk to him, so it's like he's getting something out of it. Is he technically, like, a beta male or a cock? Like, do you find it more attractive to be, like, an alpha male, like a manly man? Or is it, like, what's the deal with that? You just don't like white guys, really? <laughs> I just don't like white guys. But you would sleep with little Dicky. Makes sense, right? Definitely for the fame. Come on, let's be honest here. And Andrew Schultz. No, not little Dicky anymore. Why not anymore? He has a hit TV show. I haven't watched it. It's pretty good, actually. But you find, like, a guy like Schultz attractive, even though he's, like, a white European male. 
Like, talk about that. Yeah. Um, Andrew Schwartz. How do you say it? Schultz? You don't even know his name. I don't know. I just know Andrew. Andrew, he's different. Like, he's funny. I don't know. Okay. I feel like the way I, the way I found him on YouTube, I was like, I'd watch like, all his videos, and I became like, I was like, okay, I'm like his little fan. Wow, you're fanning out. If he wasn't big and you didn't see him on YouTube, you would not be like, oh, I want to bang this guy. Let's be real. Come on. No, definitely not. <laughs> I love the honesty. So I guess exposure helps, like having that clout. Yeah. Nice. Anything, anything for clout. Anything like, else? <laughs> like anything interesting during this quarantine? Like any hustles going on or like any horror online stories? Oh, uh, what do you think? You've Damn, been ca- getting catfish and shit? Oh, yeah, you so take this shit seriously. Why do you really meet up with people online? I don't. Th- I don't know. I don't like. Honestly, not to be like a weirdo, but you're a pretty attractive female, Latina here, and you're meeting up with guys online. Like, is that a thing during a quarantine? You also give no fucks. I see your stories. You're out in like fucking New York, Philadelphia. Like, I think you might be immune, immune to coronavirus. Honestly, I think I am immune because Jesus. I was facetiming this guy, and I was facetiming all the time, and he just got out of the Marine. Right? Oh God, you're giving so information then, out. Shout out to our shout out to our Marines. Shout out to the service. Shout out to the Marines. So then I go pick him up at his house because he said, "Oh, I just got out of the Marines. I don't have a car." And then he's wearing a jacket, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh, this jacket looks heavy." He's like, "I'm wearing a, a hoodie underneath." Meanwhile, we get to the house. He takes off both of those things. I was like, "Oh, you're like thick." And so he, he fooled you. Like the picture, his face was skinny and he was huge. And I was like, "What the?" Like he had ab pictures on his um, Instagram. You would match with a guy and wanted to go out with a guy who had p- abs in his photos. <laughs> okay, Maybe that was my mistake. Jesus, he kitten fished you. you. Can't knock the hustle. You're selling feet pictures for money. This guy's kitten fishing hotties for you know hanging out, and you picked them oh up. God. That's true. Wow, that's dangerous. You could have got killed out here. Yeah, but I was FaceTiming him. Like, I would have, I thought I would have knew what he looked like. You liked him? You would have banged? No. Interesting. He, 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 oh, also, he had like a really crazy accent. So I wasn't into it. What, uh, the accent is attractive and not attractive. What about these, uh, the crew you hang out with? Do they like say, hey, listen, that guy's cute. You should talk to him? Or is it like, if they, like, do you have to, I heard you have to win over the Latina group to get with the Latina. True or false? Um, I'd say false because my friend never listens to my advice. She dates, like, ugly guys. Wow, so she likes people you don't like. Oh, yeah, and she told me today that she's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just like ugly guys. What's her information? A, Can I DM her? She's a really hot Latina. What's her information? <laughs> I might have to follow her. I'm dead. Just kidding. I'm, like, fucking uh, a model compared to these guys, maybe. But um, what about, like, information about Latinas, dating Latinas? Do you have any insider information? How does one get a Latina? How does a goofy white guy get a Latina? Like, give me your gems on here, like, being a Latina and how to date successfully. Because you guys are crazy. Let's admit that a lot of you are a little wild. Honestly, they just have to like white guys. Because a lot of Latinas it? only like black guys. Well, yeah. White guys got funk and some Latinas don't see it, though. How come they don't give them the chance? Kind of like you. You can't get the chance. They have to be attracted to you at the end of the day. I know, but, like, I'm saying, like, you could be attractive and whatnot, but, like, it's hard to get a Latina at the end of the day because they have... I feel like you guys have, like, so many options, too. No? True or false? I agree. Is it almost... Too many options. It's oversaturated. (laughs) Yeah, isn't it too much? Like, podcasting and entertainment. Isn't it, like, too much, though, when you have 100 options and you're like, I'm just going to go with this guy who looks really hot? He could have been, like, 400 bodies deep and, like, all STD'd up, and then you, like, don't go with the nerdy white guy who's only, like, you know, five deep or ten deep and, like, a really nice guy and a lot going for him. You're like, let me take this guy who looks like an athlete. And then treat you like shit, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I hate these guys." Um, that was so much. Um, I feel like I don't even mind if a guy has a body count of 400 as long as they don't have STDs. Yeah, you gotta be but clean. But it's like, 
yeah, gotta be clean. I, that doesn't matter. Herpes doesn't go away. Remember that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm dead. Not to be negative, I'm just saying. Yeah, don't shame uh, STDs like that. No, I'm not an STD shamer. I'm just saying, play it safe. I'd rather masturbate with a flashlight than you know do something risky. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you have to come with confidence. If you don't have confidence, and also like your career ambitions are like low, it's like no girl's gonna be attracted to you. And also something weird is I've noticed I'm only attracted to guys that have like hobbies. <laughs> What does that mean, like hobbies? Like what, anything could be a hobby. Like someone crocheting something in their basement could be a hobby or someone like using a flashlight or someone like putting four jackets on could be a hobby. If using a flashlight is a hobby, then I don't know. You'll be good at that. You'll get a lot of money. Count me out. <laughs> so oh like, my God. do you think it's different being a Latina with a normal girl or do you think it's like a universal rule? Like you guys have to share the same beliefs, like be confident. Like you didn't even say be funny. Does that count? Like what else does, what turns a girl on that you, a guy could get a girl? Um, what turns a girl on? I don't know. You just have to have a connection with her, but, uh... How do you make a connection when you talk... This is the thing. How do you make a connection with someone when there's 400 options, you're on here putting Bad Bunny songs on your story, shaking the booty, getting 30,000 reactions on Twitter, I mean, whatever, Instagram, 5 million DMs, all verified checks. How does that guy, that average dude, come with a hobby that's a good hobby, and he's cool and confident? How does he get involved with you? How does that work? Okay, so my major advice to sliding in the DMs is you have to be off private and you have to have a good profile picture. What's the profile then, picture? Like, it has to be like a clear picture of you. Gotcha. Like, oh, and like the main pic? Yeah, the, the profile picture. And then in the bio, it has to say your location. Why location? Then, Isn't that weird? You don't want people ops running up on you. You have to say like New York, like New York City, just that. Like that's all you need. And then <laughs> it should be like kind of like your job. <laughs> In a weird way. What the fuck? Like so you're like picking out on like picture. like everything like that? Yeah, I'm looking and I don't reply to any guy who's on private. Hmm, interesting. Ever. No matter what they say, I'm like, okay, no. How does someone turn you on enough to like be able to sleep with them like when they really won you over? Um I don't know. I can't think right now. Too much? I'm I'm, yeah. I'm on the whim here, throwing sex questions out because I figured it'd be interesting what? to get your advice. Um, I think I don't know. It just I don't know. But do you uh, back to the caller, Daddy? Do you think it's funny how? Because I was asking people who are diehard fans. I don't know if you're a real diehard fan. Like, what do you rate it one out of ten? Like, how much do you listen? How much do you like them? Um, I actually listened to every episode when I was this year in college. That's what I'm saying. You don't listen to it as much. It's not on, too, because of the situation going on. But also, people, podcasts are down. That's what's interesting about that, because a lot of people will listen at school or commuting. You know, you rather watch Netflix or go on IG Live and shake your booty instead of listening to a podcast now. But, like, the funniest thing I got out of it is I feel like they stood like they, they if you stand for if you stand for nothing you fall for anything right so they, they didn't they, mm-hmm. they didn't stand for anything i feel like at the end of the day like i don't know sophia maybe like i feel like they sold out they wanted more money which i get then they had problems over a guy and when you're a podcast about like women empowerment like sexual advice and like fuck every dude like fuck them all and mm-hmm. you get you have problems over a guy it's like oh my god it's like what the hell like yeah, that's kind of phony and then like i feel like if they, they could have been playing a part in a way like not who they are and i want to see i wanted to see what the diehards thought about it like did they fool everyone for like money and it was like a fake image or do you just think that shit happens over time you get popular like what can you do if you get big i think that uh Jesus Christ, that was a lot. Yeah, my bad. I'm pretty much, and I was also going to say, like, why do you think people are so interested in the podcast? Like, what 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 makes it so appealing, and why? How can someone get that big? Like, 
people would rather listen to them because they're following and who they're backed by, but they're not going to listen to like a guy like me who has a lower following. Like, why do you think that is? Well, I think that they were backed by Barstool, so it already gave them like some notoriety. And then like the stories they talked were like, it was so funny. And I feel like that's what really helped. Oh, and then I used, like, a lot of, like, keywords. So it was, like, when you listened, like, I literally had to go back and watch from the first podcast to understand, like, what they were talking about. Oh, like, so they had, they like, their own it lingo. so invested, yes. Oh, so they have, like, their own lingo, talk about sexual things. And, like, even though you said that you, you hit it, you actually hit it on the head really good. Like, the kicker is, like, they were telling a lot of things that people already knew. And that's what my thing was, yeah. too. It's, like... This isn't like rocket science. Like they're telling basic advice. And at the same time, I disagreed on one subject and they were saying like guys don't jerk off the news. And I was like, that's so strong. They do. And it's like they have like an opinion and like what makes their opinion matter more than like somebody else? Like it's because I guess they have a voice and have more exposure and it's harder to like reach out to them to talk about it. But it's like you could debate them all day and it would be like great content. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Like what is that? really... I really didn't think guys jerk off to nudes. No, they do. I mean, I guess I, I mean, may, I may or may not. But also, it's true. Like, porn stars give great advice, right? Like, wouldn't you rather listen to a porn star's advice on certain topics? But it's like they're on Call Her Daddy. They're two hot girls, so it works. Yeah, I actually listened to, uh, what's it, Tiana Trump? How do you say her? Yeah, Tiana Trump. You love her, huh? Yeah, I listened to Tiana Trump, and, like, she was on someone's podcast. And she gave, like, really good advice. And her stories were, like, crazy funny about, like, her going and fucking, like, basketball teams. And I was like, yo, like, yeah, I need wild. to hear more. But I couldn't find anything else from her. So I, I could like, send you some links. Also, she, like, bangs some old comedian. <laughs> what do you think about her? She's wild, right? Yeah, I think she's wild. She's real cool, though. Yo, how come girls I'm, don't like condoms? Um, I like condoms. How come a lot of girls Listen, don't like condoms? Like Why is it? Maybe they want to trap the guy. I don't know. Oh, you think? Is that a thing? Like, will it, like, a, I don't know if a Latina or any girl, like, will they trap the guy as he's about to, like, pull out and, like, make him stay? I think so. Really? They'll do that with their legs and stuff? Yeah, but actually, my friend, she recently uh, was having sex with a guy, and she was like, oh, like, where did you come? And he's like, oh, I just, like, came on the bed, right? Next time they had sex, he comes, and then she's walking, and she noticed, like, something's coming out of her leg, and she apparently said she didn't feel it. But he came inside her twice. So we were asking our guy friends, like, yo, why did this guy just come in her like that? And they were like, oh, he was trying to trap you. And she's, like, really attractive. So That's wild. How do you do not you feel it, though? Like, I, thought, I thought you could feel the uh, penis that's pulsating. That's what I thought, too. But that's what they say, right? I don't know. Also, but people pull out, too, and they don't like condoms. The girls, a lot of times, aren't the ones like condoms. That's scary. They, like, they don't like the way it feels, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Messes up your pH balance. Yeah, but <laughs> you got anything else? Any other information and wisdom you want to share? No, not right now. <laughs> You're like, no, not right now. I don't know what to say. All right, uh, Katharika, anything else you want to promote? Any words of wisdom? Any advice that you want to give the listeners? Um, if you have a small dick, date a virgin. Why? That's mean. What's small? What's small to you? <laughs> Stop talking about me. No. At me, though. If you, if you think it's small, date a virgin. Because she never knows what she's not missing. No, that's <laughs> not true, though. I thought you got to under-promise, under over-deliver. Act like it's small. Then when you get there, and if it's like medium size or bigger, she's impressed. You don't want to act like you have a big slong, big dick energy, and you get there, and you're only rocking with two inch, you know? Oh, my God, yes. Please don't do that. <laughs> Are you attracted to micro penises? No. Never. Wait, what's what's the good size of penis? Like, what what what's big? What's small? You know, guys can't uh, do like measure that. It's not right. You know what I mean? We we got what we got. You know, unless we get penis actually, enlargement stuff. Actually, I feel like my first ever boyfriend when I was sixteen, he had a micro penis. Whoa, relax. Sixteen can't talk about that. You're not legal. 
when I was when we were eighteen, had a micro penis. Jesus. So that's yeah. the words of wisdom. Thank you for giving so much valuable information on penis size and dissing everyone with a small penis, making them feel confident. No, I told, I gave them good advice to date a virgin. That's the best advice they'll ever get. We got old people listening. They can't date no virgins unless they're like like a really old and Why full not? virgin. Why not? I don't know. That's good advice. Any advice on, um, what do you think the best position is for females and like uh, how can guys work that right? I would say doggy style. Would you think or no? Is it different? Um... No, I like being on top. Why is butt play so in? Why do people like butt play? I'm not sure. No comment on that, or you're not sure? Like why butt? <laughs> no comment. Butt play is a thing. Did I strike a Did I strike a nerve? I'm just asking. Yeah. All right, all right. Shout out you. Oh, do, I say, do I say Cat the Rican? Cat the Rican. Cat the Rican. Pat the Rican or Cat the Rican. Cat, like cat the Rican, so then they know how to spell it. All right, all right, peace. Wait, are you about to put in this this foot fetish thing? 